Alright, they just can't say they were the, no. No, I think this is wrong. Bumbling Lillian's Podcast! Season 10! 2020! We're about mm -hmm. to talk about some roster moves. We are. Oh yeah, we got we got a new addition to the cast here. We got Haymont, your friend of the show. Hello, hello, hello. Friend and often sort of painful accompaniment in solo queue games when he does things like J Strungle, Fiddlesticks Jungle, play my games with me. No. <laughs> Just play my games with me. Just play the game. No, I don't like it. It's, it's hard. Right. Right. You, you learn to live with it. You do. You learn. You learn. <laughs> Now the other person no, we're having fun. Who, we're uh, having fun. Drives me up a wall we, we sometimes, have. but uh, has been driven into madness by recent uh, announcements by a certain team that's based on clouds. Oh, we got Matt. That's right, Team Solo mm -hmm. Mid. Despite <laughs> not having the rights to Biofrost or Double Lip at the start of this preseason, released both of them once again. It was very <laughs> surprising, especially considering they re-picked up. Guess who? We'll talk about it later. Um, it was it was double of course. Actually, they roll swapped Medios to AD carry. Me, myself, mastermind. It's true. It's true. Anyway, Mata is now the top laner for. Actually, I heard a hundred thieves is trying something new with a sort of three top, one bot, one jungle. Just leave the mid open. Hey, Mont, you're in... See what... I, are you sure? I think that was Dignitas. It's so we'll find like, out. Mont, like centered. It's it's never gonna happen. I I tried. I tried my best, but uh, it's it's we'll okay. It's it's all right. We will make it through Just this. Don't troubling. go too far from where your head is now, and you should be good. Just kind of look like yeah. an angel. Time to just double dab. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So first up, we have a. Uh, Little thing called All Stars that happened in between uh, the last couple episodes. What's that? I don't know because huh? I didn't fucking watch. <laughs> hey, Guess me what? neither. Me neither. <laughs> so this isn't to talk uh -oh. about specifics of All Stars. This is more to talk about how effing pointless All Stars is and how I still love it's it though. Such a bad idea uh -huh. it is to have it in its current form. I just disagree. It's perfect in every way. <laughs> Okay, Matt, if you want no to take the other side, why don't no you problems. kick it off as to why All-Stars is an amazing event that needs to happen every year, always. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I think All-Star events are important in all kinds of sports. Basically, every traditional sport has an All-Star event. Um, I do think the All-Star event might be a little long for, for League. Um, and it, it might be a little bit sort of convoluted structurally. But I do think having an event where all your favorite pros from all over and your favorite content creators from different parts of the world get together, make really cool content, make really interesting content, uh, and make that sort of like mini content sometimes that you don't always see super high level high level players making is really exciting and actually quite good for the community. Um, but I didn't watch it because I was busy. I probably was, <laughs> not because it's bad. I'm pretty sure that we were playing Clash at that time. So everyone was practicing for Clash with all their spare time. Yeah, I was also probably busy. Yeah, everyone had finals too. I was like, yeah. like right around that hectic season. That's not a great time to do anything important. Yeah, I I agree. It's it's very necessary. That's right, Hamon. 
It's just that. I am it's correct. That, yes, it's that fun time. It's that where you just get to see your favorite pros just messing around, just goofing off and having a good time. That's that's literally it. It's like vacation day for the most popular pros in each league. It's great. Um, there's a bit too much. Uh, there might be a bit too many events, and it's like three days for all stars is a bit much. I I don't think the three days or so is is uh too much for it, especially if they are going to start including other games like uh like TFG in it, like they did. But That's my, true. My biggest problem with like how they've been uh, using All Stars recently is that they've been bringing in a lot of like streaming and uh, social media stars around League of Legends, and that mm-hmm. just seems so goddamn pointless to me. It's like, but no, is this supposed to be an All Stars for the league? Is this supposed to be an All Stars? Like a like a league con, which I forget what the actual is. It Summoners con. That's the league of. I mean, the NBA actually. has the celebrity match during the All Star weekend, right? right? Like they have the players. The they have play. people who are related to the NBA who are not NBA players. Right, but they don't mix them in with the professional players and play a game with them and act like it means anything. Well, they don't act. I don't think they act like it means anything. <laughs> But at least the all-star game is like you're watching all the best players go up against each other. and and That might just be because like certain sports are more physically demanding. And I mean, I don't don't think it's inconceivable in the future to have NBA players mixed. Like, I think the reason they don't is because I think in basketball, watching Steph Curry just shoot deep threes against an actor is not that interesting. (laughs) Right. Because what it's just like, okay, between, I'm just gonna... Between that and Pokimane versus Bjergsen. Oh, because, like, uh, it's just a meme. <laughs> yeah, there's no way she wins that. But she just do it so anyway. So why is she there? She, because it's good street. for content, dude. It's good It's good content. Why like, was I actually... Content? It was, it's just so awful to watch pros and streamers no, play together. No, those are my favorite I games to watch. They're so I awful. would hands down love to see... Like, the WWE match... The show match where they had uh Tyler one on one team on right, the on the other one. That context that was like also that was only one good player and four randos that were all definitely silver and bronze that they got to play <laughs> the game. Yep. But like in that context, it made more sense. But in here, it's like all the representatives from NA are like two voted in players, two streamers, and then another pro that a riot uh selected. But I don't. I honestly both think of the that like pros voted in for NA declined their invitations. Did they? Yes. Bjergsen really? And Double if both declined their invitation. I th- I think Bjergsen got voted. I don't remember. Whoever the first two were declined their invitations. Double was one of them. Oh, was Double and Sneaky? I don't remember. But, but, but Sneaky why? was at All Stars. He Phil? He might have won. I don't know. Phil's. He cosplayed there. He didn't. He didn't mm-hmm. take a single interview at All Stars. Well, that's because of that's, what Matt, we'll talk about that yeah. later. <laughs> oh, Matt has a thing about that. I don't have anything I just, I, anymore if they're gonna after do, that, actually. If, if they're going to do All-Stars, I want to see it like it was back, I think it was at 2017 when it was really good. The the uh, 1v1 tournament was freaking great. The uh, the PvP, or the PvP, like the region versus region games are really cool. They were a lot of fun. Here's a question for you. What if the streamers were like Shifter, Voiboy, cutie scar like people who were pro players well, it, well mm-hmm. i'd be a little less unhappy about that because they were pro players and they're a lot more like involved in that i mean shifter's still crazy yeah, yeah shifter's really good but um my problem is is that like the streamers that i would say like if say you want to hold a league 11 streaming event the streamers that i would say should be a part of that event to give it the most like clout and the most uh, attention 
aren't the same streamers that I would want to be playing in a competitive one. It's like uh, watching. But this is not competitive. It's an um, it's an all star game, right? right. All star games are like they're competitive in the sense that like it's cool if your team wins. But all star games are there. It's not like we're trying to build the best possible team with the best possible players. Yeah. Because then you would have just brought TL, yep. put, called it a content creator, and rolled yeah. fucking everyone. Dog. Yep. Like, that's what you would have done. But that's not the point. The point is to have games, even if the players are poor poor in quality, even if they're, like, gold players, platinum players, etc. It's et just not fun to watch bad players play this game, especially with good players. No, it's not fun time. to watch bad players play in Worlds, but it is uh-huh. fun when it's just, like, a joke game mode, and the good players are picking shit like Teemo mid, Flash over Dragon Pit at level 1, and hide at the... I want to see all the mid laners playing all assassin mode. That was great. That was fun. That was cool. But you can, like, these two things aren't mutually exclusive, right? Because there are people like me who enjoy, like, you might not like one of the events, but that doesn't mean that event makes the whole thing bad or it needs to be gotten rid of. They mixed in, like, low diamond, gold players into, like, the general game modes. And then you're watching random-ass people from, like, Korea... Who I've never heard of. Not talking about the pro players, but just talking yeah, about the their random social creators. media peoples. And I, I've never heard of them, and they're playing with uh, NA players, and it's like, they're doing the tandem mode. They can't talk to each other. What the hell are we... What, what's going on? Well, the LCK players and NA pros no, can't always talk to each other either in tandem yeah. mode. <laughs> sure, but I, f- like, I feel like they have a, a, like at least a little shared language where they could say QWE and R to the other person. Maybe. Uh, but um, like, or they could call the Korean... champion names. I don't see why. Anyway, I just don't see that that is being the. I just oh. I'm not. I don't have a problem with the like those games happening at the event. I just I came I come to All Stars to watch LCK versus EU pros. I don't want to come to. <laughs> That's what you watch That's... Worlds for. No, or Rift Rivals or MSI. I want to watch the All Stars. I want to I want to watch a team that has Caps and Reckless and uh. Who, who, but I don't want to watch that only that for three days, right? right I'm, yeah. not, like, I'm not if, saying just do that. Like, if you want to incorporate the streamers, go ahead. And they, I'm happy with having the streamers in the one v one tournament too, because they'll either get knocked out all in the first round, or maybe Yasu- Yasuo goes up on a crazy run. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, he was one of the streamers there. He's a, he's an okay player, but he can't he can't keep up with pro players. Just can't. I think you're going way too hard on this and completely misunderstanding the point of an all-star game. I, however, the other problem is like you don't want it to be too uh, stressful because everyone's trying to be in the off season, and I don't think anybody wants uh, the the. All-star no, it's not supposed to be, be competitive. It's a break. Either way, yes. they, they take the one v one tournament seriously. No matter what anyone does, that one v one tournament is the real real tournament you watch all stars yeah. for. They do, they... but I mean, it's like it's like people in in to use the NBA all-star game, which I know a lot about. Nobody plays defense in the All-Star game. <laughs> it's just full court, like... I'm, I'm fine if they go... Ch- <laughs> try like, to Chad, do your Chad best. Yeah, no, but, you do say, and, but then where people really try are the dunk contests and the three-point contests, right? So, like, it's I think it's totally fine to not have the players... Having the players not give a shit. And frankly, if it's, like, Caps and the stacked EU team against the stacked LCAK team, but neither team is going to try, then why not put content creators on? Because you're not going to get a high-quality game anyway. You're going to have fucking Quinn Jungle and a fucking, like, Olaf support, Heyman. The special. <laughs> the special, bro. Yep. I also don't yep. think we should talk about <laughs> All-Stars much longer. Just I, I just want to see a representative from every role from every region. 
I want a second. At a bare but... minimum, that's what I want from All Stars. I mean, to follow I don't up. Care too much else. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. When you're talking about the 1v1 tournament, like, some people don't take that as seriously either. Like, the show match where it was uh, Froggen on Anivia versus Faker on Anivia. They were taking that very seriously. They were, but they didn't have to do the mirror matchup for Anivia's. That was I mean, not something that Faker had to go down to. <laughs> he could have just picked another yeah, champion are you gonna and tell just me they were taking it Are you going to tell me they were taking it seriously when fucking, I think it was Froggen and Aphromoo yeah, did no item zillion, no rune zillion, auto attack only to 100 CS. I mean, mm -hmm. that's that's, that's a fucking joke. That's is is it challenging? Yes, but is did that I clap something that you did? Earlier this month, <laughs> earlier last month, yeah, I did uh -huh. clap him on it. You did that a week ago. It was uh, it was last year. Was it? I don't it was, remember. Yeah, it was last year. Time is so fucking confused for me. All right, let's move on. Europe. Oh, All right. Wait, 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 uh, so wait, wait, I'm gonna wait, tap wait, out I, for the next. I wanted to talk four about sections. TCS for like Someone seconds. text me when LCS starts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to talk All about right. the uh, TCS real quick. Do you think tournaments like the TCS should be happening more? It's... I don't. I don't there. explicitly think like the TCS should, but this is a different. What's point wrong with like... Tyler, bro? <laughs> It's I just love like all of the copy pasted ads and stuff and just how His ads good are and how bad it is They're at hilarious. the same time. It's amazing. Oh. That's why I like TCS. Do I think there should be more? No. At that point it just kind of becomes a meme. But I, can pros even do TCS? Um uh, if he wasn't offering a prize pool, they could. I, so I think, I, I think some academy players actually played in it, but I'm not yeah, sure. I, what, I'm not sure what the logistics were on that. I, think I don't. What I'll say it. is I don't think I don't care, <laughs> right? Like mm -hmm. it's fine. I think Rift Rivals is a little more interesting with like the pre-made teams because you get some weird like matchups. I mean, TCS is pre-made. Like everyone yeah. makes it, like that. It's a, it's a it's a real uh, like. But in Rift Rivals, you don't make your team; it's assigned to you. It's drafted. They do a, yeah. they do um like a oh draft. do they really yes. I don't know eh, whatever the point is is like I think it's fine that's how they developed it okay I, then earlier if... it was just you got assigned up a spot then if I don't not know. TCS, then... I I don't care I think it's interesting I think it's fine I don't think Riot should get involved in it um no, as long as they make sure that it's allowed to happen I don't really care what Riot does yeah, yeah I agree at least because Twitch. Um, even if you're thinking about the TCS, you can also think about Twitch Rivals, in which they do have streamers and pros, um, most of them the Academy pros, uh, still playing on teams together with content creators. And that's also fun, because they're all just trying there. It's been, uh, like, because they stream their practice, which is the interesting part. Mm -hmm. So it makes it true. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of fun to watch people in scrims and stuff. My only problem with Rift Rivals is, like, it's impossible to watch. Because there isn't really a mainstream for it. You have to go, like, watch one of the players. Individual views, players, yeah. And I'm just like, I kind of want to watch, ah. like, like, something happening here. I don't want to sit here and watch Yasuo almost flame his mid laner to tears. <laughs> or not his mid laner, <laughs> his bot laner. Yeah. It wasn't even him that made her cry. It was it was the it was like the chat that she was disappointed in herself. But like, it, it, when you mix mass so many different skill levels in a tournament, it becomes so apparent. Like we've seen it in uh in Clash half the time. Like half half the time, I'm up against somebody who I'm even I'm even with, or they're a bronze tier scrub, and I'm just like I can't do anything in this lane because he's so bad. I just it's over. <laughs> mm -hmm.
True. All right. Right. Want to get started on the next topic? Yeah, yeah let's no. go. Let's go to some of our international roster moves. All right, you heard what I said, right, Anthony? You really, you really didn't check out that hard. You don't want to talk about uh, the perks <laughs> and cap swap and forgiven. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, text me in like ten. All right. So I'm actually gonna no. hold. I'm actually gonna hold EU for last and uh, start on the international theme, which uh, we really only have one big uh, topic for, which is that mm-hmm. Lyra started a new team with Tall, and and yep. a streamer from Sangoon in the i yep. think the vietnamese league right uh no they're trying to start a new lck team oh, oh they're gonna oh that's right that's right that's not it's levi levi's the one from uh yeah know, captain, from, levi. captain <laughs> levi uh so lira lira used to be like kind of good in the mm-hmm. like the olden days back when uh mark z and scara had a show they would just constantly like just love lira over and over and over again but mm-hmm. In the past, like, two and a half years or a year and a half or so, I'm not sure. He's just been so bad. It's I don't think he's been terrible, per se. Oh, my God. He's, he's been one of the been... worst junglers in the league. What are you talking about? Um, There's still the times when, like, when he's on Jarvan, I'm like, okay, like, he's still got a Jarvan. That's good. When I see him on Elise, Everybody I'm like, Everybody oh, has a Jarvan, I... dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's three buttons, one of which can't miss. <laughs> I know, but there, there's if... two metas of Jarvan. One of them he was unkillable. The other one he just lost to Rexai every game. Uh huh. So he still got like some of those, but then it's like when I see him on Elise, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of scared about what's gonna happen this game, which is just. <sighs> so I don't think he's like a terrible jungler. I think but... he can probably put a team together that'll make it in the LCK, but I don't. Yeah, make it the last place. Roast it! No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I 100% agree. That's not even a roast. Also, if this but was yeah. about LCK, I don't know why you put this down here. But whatever. Uh, Well, it's it's not officially LCK yet. It's a work in progress. But so, oh, I so moved it there because I didn't... From... I moved it there because I moved it out of NA and I didn't know if it was the team was going to be in LCK or a different region, so I put it in international. But okay. most importantly... Uh, Huni has something taken away from him yet again for, by, Tha- by Tal in the top lane. First it was uh, his top lane position on SKT. I don't think he gets now two shits about jungler. I don't think he oh. cares about Lyra at all. I shouldn't say I, that. I shouldn't say he doesn't care I'm about sure he cares about Lyra as a person. But I don't think he like... cares if he's his jungler or not that much. Yeah. Let's not but, say uh, Huni doesn't care about Lyra. We're going to start some beef. Uh, I just found it hilarious. Oh, Tal gets everything this time around. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's uh, see what hap- what's happening in the LPL. Jackie Love dropped from IG is actually an interesting move I saw. I'm surprised that IG mm-hmm. dropped Jackie Love. Which I- position did Jackie Love play? He's the AD carry, carry for IG. He, he, was, he was okay yeah. at World. That's that terrible Kaisa skin. That's my guy. That's <laughs> 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 yeah. my dude. He, so he was okay at Worlds. I just... I don't know. I didn't see this move coming, and I guess it's an upgrade you make, but I thought their jungle was a bigger spot where they wanted to, like, make some moves. Or their support. I think Balon actually is gone. Um, they picked up uh, Vichy Gaming's bot lane roster. I don't- I can't tell you anything about them, but they did pick up, uh, their bot lane. Yeah, they um, have two supports. They have Southwind and Fate. Yes, they do. And then they picked up Puff, who I've never heard of before either. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, so I'm just surprised that Jackie Love has dropped because he has been like a world champion player. Like, is he, he did he retire? I don't know. No, or are they he's like free agent, agent now? He he's in the market. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. No, uh, there have to be some like internal issues then, right? Like they're not just dropping. Well, the thing is, is their internal probably. issues were known to be around their jungler. Yeah. So like with Ning, it, he was known to not be exactly the peak and, jungler and their top at times. Uh, the shy, the shy still stays there because he's right because he's the yes. shy and he's great. But he, like mm -hmm. the shy would had a couple off moments every now and then, then and uh, Duke would step up for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, but I don't know, like, just Dracula didn't it. seem like the weakness ever. Mm -hmm. He didn't always seem like the the go-to carry, mm -hmm. right? But you don't need that. Like, you can't actually, it's not season two. You can't actually just have your ADC carry. <laughs> what? 2017 was the year of uh, Ardent meta. That's oh, true, yeah. but that's not ADC carry. That's Jana carry. <laughs> not get that twisted. And God damn. Because the thing is, is if you didn't, didn't pick an ardent support, your AD carry was bad. Uh, yeah, I get it now. That's why Uzi couldn't get out of anywhere that year. What? Did wow, they, I think roasted. Won, I think they won uh, MSI that year. <laughs> Just say. I think so too. I don't I remember 2017 yeah. in any semblance, <laughs> in any aspect of the world, the league or otherwise. I'm pretty I don't sure remember IG the won year. MSI in 2018. No, no, they didn't. SKT won MSI in 2018. And then IG won Worlds. Yeah, IG won Worlds. G2 won MSI. Then IG. Then uh, FPX won Worlds. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. Khan went to FPX. Isn't he just a backup? Wait. Um, yeah, I don't know just, if he's there. Uh huh. I don't. He's. They have three top laners. Either way, I think even if they were to start him, he'd be fairly all right. Yeah. Uh, it would just be you'd have to get over the language gap. But I think that FBX I mean, has like a good enough environment that Khan could probably do good there. They already have Gimgoom, but I think Gim and also environment isn't everything, right? Like you can have a positive environment, but like now, but then. Had someone in personalities clash, play styles clash. If there is an issue with the language barrier, you know, I think has been there down. since 2014. So their Korean top laner is probably pretty fluent in uh, uh, in Mandarin right now. Yeah, Mandarin. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. I I from the looks of all their roster moves, they picked up backups for a lot of their players. Like they pick up two top laners, another mid laner, and a bot laner. But they actually haven't said if Tian is staying or not, but Tian looked pretty good at Worlds to me. He was hands down one of like the best junglers there. It was just super smart jungling from him. But alas. Yeah. Vici gaming. Yep. Jesus. Um, yeah. I, I did not known. notice that, but like holy shit. It In was the, a weird one. Yeah, in the offseason, a lot of SKT players were leaving. There was Khan who was looking for moves, Clid looking for moves, um, Koma looking for contract. moves. They were... hmm? I want to see Koma's contract. I want to know how much money he's getting paid. It's, it's probably a lot. It's probably so much money. Oh you got You got to think that that man's getting paid nice. He's got a ward skin. <laughs> can... I used to use that ward skin. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. I just... I can only imagine he's getting like 10 million over three years or something. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that is a lot of money. There's a lot of money in the Chinese League of Legends scene. It's their third biggest sport. It's as yep. big as like 
What are their first two biggest sports? Basketball and I don't remember. Soccer. Okay. Soccer's not a sport. Matt, I can hear your keyboard. <laughs> you hear me what? I can hear your keyboard. That's because I'm typing and I'm talking to you. <laughs> that, that's that's just big. I don't think it's gonna make VG gaming any better, to be honest. I don't think Koma can do that many miracles. He was mostly a strategic coach on SKT. He also so, coached Faker during the peak of Faker's career. No, he didn't, because yeah. that was 2013. What are you talking about? Also, there's a head Are you serious? Yes. There is a strategic head coach that has also coached Faker for almost as, just as long as Koma uh, has. And I'm, I, don't I don't know if he's still there. Faker's peak was 2013. Um, Who do you want to say when Faker's peak was 2017? This year. No. <laughs> <laughs> right now, bro. Man? Right right now. You should go watch Casper. Right now. Yep. Whatever whatever yep. season he did that Nidalee but play where he hid in the wolf camp. <laughs> That's that was the peak right there. That was better. season four. I'll take your word on that. Okay. Okay. On to the LCK, which probably has a lot more moves than we care to talk than we can talk about, but in general it's just like LCK does LCK things and it doesn't they just they like super teams, okay? They like trying to make super teams and them failing. Ask yeah. KT how it went. <laughs> KT tried to it and just... they didn't even go to Worlds. Mm -hmm. Well, Red Side, Clid went to Samsung Galaxy, uh, the damn on gaming coach. Hang on, hang on. What are you fucking SKT. talking about? Yeah. That's Samsung where... Galaxy isn't a team anymore. Oh, my bad. Went to Gen G. There you go. That's it. So Clid went to uh, Gen G. <laughs> I make that mistake every, every single day. <laughs> and, yeah. That's that's all that I can think of. I, I There's a lot, of, the a lot of roster moves in, in the LCK. It's like KT dropped all of their previous roster for new people, and I don't know their names. <laughs> it yeah, was... I, I have heard of Kuro. That's it. That's all I've heard of. Mm -hmm. But there's so many random-ass changes. Oh, didn't didn't Mata retire? Did you know that uh, who? Here? Mata. No, uh, Mata yeah. is Mata now the head coach. And now he's the head coach of RNG to make that Skrilla again. He went yep. back for that Chinese Play-Doh. What? He's there to tell Uzi what to do once again. Actually, <laughs> I don't know how that relationship God worked out, but now Mata's the boss. <laughs> I love, I love how they lost. In I, I'm pretty sure you played for them in 2017 with Ardent Meta, but dear lord. Mm -hmm. oh. How do you lose that with Uzi as your AD carry, Mata? You were one of the because... best supports in the world in 2014. Because he has Alistar well, and Thresh. He did it. He played in 2016. Was 2016 the, the yard at Mata? No, that was 2017, 100%. Yep. And he had Alistar and Thresh. <laughs> I fucking hated the Ardent meta so much. That's yeah, 2017. As an AD carry player, I find that very hard for you to say. It's because fucking none of my Janas knew how to press E. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very big problem. I think the support was Ming. 
I think it's their current support. Uh, yep, yeah, Ming is their current support. Yeah, so Ming was the support during the, the Ardent meta. Oh. Can't win, can't win with Ardent meta and Uzi. I don't know how to, I don't know how to help your team. Yeah. All right, on to the actual news that we have any sort of knowledge about. Um, yes. Forgiven is back in the EU. He's playing LCS. He's done being in the military for Turkey. Uh, Greece. Greece, <laughs> Greece, you're right. Okay. He, he would not have came back if he was in the military for Turkey, just saying. Uh, but yeah, it's Greece. So, uh. Forgiven left, and it was kind of like a real uh, heartbroken moment, but then he kept playing yeah. after that interview with Shocks. Yeah, and I'm just like, hang on. I thought you stopped. Like, we're we're you going to military service, and he doesn't go for military service for like another year after that. And I'm just like, I don't. You got like an extension. I don't know what I think. happened. Did, yeah, but like still, because originally I would have yeah, just I would have just been like, okay, I'm just gonna go right now and take the what whatever it was like nine months or eighteen months off that he needed to take to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'd rather do it before like now and come back while I still have more time left. And have to try to push it off and keep pushing it off every time that I'm like gonna stop. That would just be annoying. But yeah, I'm excited to see him back. I'm a little sad he didn't go to TSM because that would have been very interesting. TSM forgiven. Oh god, so bad. No, <laughs> it would have been so bad. Uh huh. What team did forgiven end up on? Hang on. He is uh, on Shaka Four. Yeah. Yes. With Gilius, I just want to. I want to see what Twitter's gonna be like. I really, that's what I want. <laughs> you want to see Twitter? Yes, I want to see Forgiven just tweeting. It's I, going to be great. <laughs> I still use his by far thing. Oh my god, I love that. You the best bot laner in in the? No, not the best bot laner. Are you the best bot laner in the? Uh, it was EU LCS at the time. He's like, yeah, yeah, by far, by far. And it, <laughs> it was like the most, the most Chad statement he could make at the time because he had, like, Vander. No, I think this was during, uh, the, un the undefeated split of Fnatic. Oh, so during. Was, okay. He was pretty good. Huh? He was like okay. Yeah. He was very good. He hard carried like uh, I think he was on SK. To a, H2K, to a H2K. H2K. Yeah, yeah. He hard carried H2K to um quarterfinals at Worlds, and I will not say that he went to semifinals at Worlds because, dear Lord, you <laughs> all high. Uh, Calling Annex a legitimate opponent. Please leave angry comments, all of you. That's what I. That's what I come here for. I come for you here for your salt. That Annex is a real team. <laughs> If that's the you want to die on, let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. But yeah, he's back. I don't... Actually, there haven't been a lot of, like, super great AD carriers in EU besides, like, Reckless. No, because they've all been showed up out mages. of nowhere. They've all been mages. <laughs> You're right. <This> all <laughs> the best bot laners in the EU have been fucking yeah, mid laners. I think you figured out why Perks mm -hmm. is like, you know what? Instead of getting a good AD carry, why don't I just get a good mid laner and go play AD carry? That's what yeah. I'm saying, bro. <laughs> So for given here, he's either just going to destroy him or, or he's gonna try to play Heimer and get rocked. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. <laughs> All right, we got we got uh, two other really big things and a one more, one more small thing. So we'll start with that. Uh, Fevman going back to Misfits, which yeah, 
Fabby's pit in NA was uh, quite uh, questionable for me, just saying. Uh, yeah, it was great when he had that one pentakill in a game, and he was like, I didn't know what was happening, they just gave me kills. <laughs> in the honestly, though, honestly, though, it's like that sometimes, dude. <laughs> like, you can't fault the guy for that. Sometimes just, that's just how League of Legends goes. In a professional match. So, yeah, I'm happy Febby's back. Uh, he's on a team, he's in Misfits. Um, do I expect a lot? Not particularly... I'd still say he's wait, wait, good. Wait, he was on Misfits last year. Was he? Yeah. I was confused why you guys were, like, wait, tripping about this. Like, Feminine wasn't in the NA. Hey, Mont, how did you? How did this come across you? How did you uh, what? I see. I looked at the information and just took it. Like, Febby's coming back. All right. Not okay. coming back. Febby has already been back. There it is. All right. He might have resigned. He might have okay. resigned his his contract. That might be why. But do, 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 do. I don't know. I don't know why you didn't just check the roster swaps page. It tells you if someone was held over. I just went straight to the roster. I skipped the step. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. On to the smaller of the two big moves. Uh, Mithy is now the head coach of Fnatic. So what do we think about that? Mithy, like the support player. Yeah, Mithy, like the support Mithy, player. The one that used to be in NA last year. Or two years ago. Yeah, I mean the one who fucking <laughs> shut up. Uh, don't when... even think about it. <laughs> Led your team to the <laughs> best <laughs> world's <laughs> performance <laughs> they've <laughs> ever had. <laughs> the best world's performance by TSM ever with as uh, Zven and Mithy. Twice. Is that Zven and Mithy, by the way? Zven and Mithy clearly <laughs> yep. in every way better hang than on. Biolift, hang on, hang on, I think. Oh yeah. Hang on, every hang time. Have, you take have, that have, upgrade every time. I have one thing. Um Zven came to NA. Because Mithy wanted to come to NA. But Ben is the one who is still here. <laughs> and still competing as a pro. Yep. I mean, I guess Mithy might be better as a coach, but I don't I don't know. I don't know how much better he can be than Young Buck was. Just... You can't tell until he's actually there and after you see him for like he a was... good couple of weeks. He was apparently teaching Grig how to play jungle, which for me is kind of like, huh? That when? doesn't really... <laughs> I don't really understand that dynamic, but apparently it was happening, but whatever. I don't know. What? With Peter there? Peter's ain't... Alright. This is before Peter. This, this is was back before with, Peter. um... Who was before Zix? Parth. Parth. No. no I, yeah, it was Parth. Was it the interim between... Whoever was after No, it was Song. song. It was no, Song. No, no. It was after Song before Zix. Dude, who gives a shit? I don't okay. Know. I don't know. I just don't think it's gonna be better... I don't know if this is going to turn Fnatic into the first place team, but who knows? Maybe this next thing we're about to talk about is going to destroy the team that is the only team above Fnatic, and they'll become first place by default. So, um... I don't... Huh? You know what? Maybe Mithy is going to put Reckless on an AD carry. That that might be it. That might, be, just... that might be a good plan, you know? Just, <laughs> you know what? They said the same thing about Bang. Look how that turned out. Yeah, great. It worked really good. All right. All right. So the last thing we have to talk about is uh, caps and perks of role swapping again. They can do it. They've earned the right. They did it one time. Why can't they do it again? They're both great players, <laughs> and it's just. <sighs> I honestly don't think caps will be as good an eighty carry as perks was, and I didn't even think perks was that amazing of an eighty carry. I thought he was serviceable. 
but like everyone's like, oh my god, he turned into one of the best AD carries in EU in, in like less than a year, and I'm just like, you're acting like EU had a lot of these god tier AD carries. Forgiven's gone. Like, mm-hmm. all you got left is and even reckless. when he comes back, he won't even have a god tier. <laughs> no I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding. He was really good. But like, the the only one that I've heard people talk about is like Hansama and and Kabe, who is now in NA. So it's yep. like. Who was he competing with? There's nobody. There's no bot laners in EU to compete with. I, I don't know why they thought Perks was such a good AD carry. Did he play? Did he play good? Yes. Was he better than Uzi? Was he as good as Uzi? Probably not. That yeah, is- that's fair. I would agree with that, Reed. Is that, is that all, we, that all we think about this gigantic move? Are we just so tired of G2's random-ass shit that we don't care about? Yeah, I honestly yeah. I really just don't give it. I, with, <laughs> the thing was with like G2, it's like, oh, we're, we're, we're role-swapping. It's like, okay, but for like what? Like two games, and then you're going to have your fucking support <laughs> double jungle with your top laner and jacking off. Like, no, dude. I don't care. Like, you're G2. You're going you're gonna to pick seven assassins somehow, and you're just going to build Talon AP, and it's going to be like, all right, we won. <laughs> you. We want you with, with fucking AP Talon and, and like uh, AD Crit Lissandra, right? Like, and everyone's going to be like, oh, wow, you're the best. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, what do you want me to think about this, dog? Like, come on. Yeah, that was, that was a good reaction. I like that. That was funny. <laughs> that was real. That Could you feel, like, the, the pent up, like, the relief? The like, of, like, of G2's bullshit, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, way off the shoulders, fellas. I'm feeling light. Right, I'm feeling right, good. I, I think that does it for our international news. Uh, we got a small LCS rule change. Mm-hmm. So, over, my boy Keith. Over the off season, <laughs> they changed the my boy Keith for academy players. <laughs> my boy Keith. We're not talking about Keith yet. Hang on, we can go. Oh, that's home. not the roll swap yet. Nope, nope, nope. No, no, no. I'm on just one listening. small thing just before there. Did you, oh, wait. Oops. You put something in chat. I can't read that. Otherwise, it'll screw up my layout. Uh, okay. So. Send it to me, Heyman. I can read it. There's a there's a rule uh, rule change in the LCS. I think I did. I keep losing my train of thought. Where academy teams are now allowed to have. Oh, I thought you said a role swap. No. Not a rule. Oh. That's why I started yelling about Keith. <laughs> oh. Academy teams on are me. now allowed to have one OC player in it, or not OC, one emerging region player in addition to their other two imports from major regions. So I like that. It, this is intended to give more upward momentum toward for players in other emerging regions. Uh, right now, we've predominantly seen it grabbing players from OCE to NA, uh, probably because there's no issues with the language barrier. Like you would if you were to grab a Brazilian or uh, like a a Latin American champion or champion player or yep. a Turkish player. I don't know. I don't know how common Turkey or Turkey common English is in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Also, we're not grabbing LMS players anymore. No, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not gonna happen again. Vietnam already happened once. It's gone. <laughs> so what? What do we think? Good, bad, ugly, different. Ah. Uh, Kind of I like it. This. I'll let Hamon take it first, though. He's new. <laughs> I'll be polite because he's new. I won't oh, eviscerate him yet. Come on, Hamon, you gotta introduce yourself to the people. Um, 
I'm kind of indifferent about it because we kind of have our own like NA situation with like uh, <laughs> the players and stuff like that. There's been a lot of complaints about uh, how solo queue is, so I'm kind of just indifferent about adding the extra import slot when it, you could just get another person. Wow, I have no cohesive thoughts on this. Matt, please take it away. Great. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Um, as your good buddy Matt here, back at it again. This is great. Why is this great? Because it allows, like Anthony said, upward mobility for emerging regions, which I think is actually very important, right? Mm -hmm. One of the problems with the import slots before was that unless you had an OCE player or an emerging, emerging region player who was just utterly ridiculous, there was no shot of them taking it, taking that slot import slot in an NA team over a Korean, uh, over a Chinese player. It just wasn't going to happen. Over an EU player, uh, not a Chinese over an player. EU player. never importing Chinese yep. players. That's just pointless. That's true. But, like, you know what I mean. Like, it's just, it, it wasn't going to happen. Partially, I think, because of the reputation of emerging regions, uh, and partially just because of the talent pool in these other places being so deep. But having this slot open allows us to sort of move our interests outward, look to emerging regions and start bring, bringing people in at least kind of slowly, um, which even if they go back, then they have major region experience. And I don't think that that's bad for the emerging regions. Um, I think it's good. I think it's good for our league and I think it's good for the, the competitive community as a whole. And this is uh, exclusively for an emerging regions team. Like you can't get it from a player from LCK and it, fill that extra slot. Correct. No, you could not. You can only have two okay. players from major regions and an additional player from from emerging regions, but emerging region players will also fill the other slot. Um, there are only a few regions that are agreed with uh with this rule, and this rule is only for NA. Like this is an NA exclusive rule, so that's okay. why the main rosters haven't changed because it can only matter for farm rosters that are never going to play at an international event. Because it would be really mm -hmm. stupid if an LCS team had an OCE support and two Korean mid laners and, and top laner. And then went to like MSI and they had to swap out their support or something because of whatever. That would just be dumb. Yeah. Okay. So I honestly don't. I feel like I'm kind of uh, torn about this because I think it's it is good for the emerging regions. It'll probably uh, bring a lot more uh, competitiveness to regions, especially like OCE, which is a very very small server of only probably a few hundred thousand people that play regularly. Uh. But I just, I feel like this will seriously continue undermining, uh, like, NA homegrown talent. Because if you're increasing the options, now I, I don't think this is increasing it by a large amount, but if you're increasing mm -hmm. the options for people to pl pick players outside of NA and not increasing NA's competitiveness, really, then it's just going to harm NA's uh, solo queue even more. So... I, I, I can only think bringing more pros to play on the NA ladder would probably be better. Like, if we were able to be, just uproot Brazil, the Brazilian League and just put it all in NA, it would definitely add a whole nother, like, 50 good, at least 50 decent players to the ladder to help fill out uh, the challenger. But I think that that's a legitimate concern, but first of all, it's only one player on the academy team. So, right, right, but that's that's the spot that should be taken up by resident. That should be taken up by somebody who. No, but it will be here. if the resident is good, right? And then you also have to consider the fact that, right, 
like who's at, who's going to get imported? Is the starting mid laner of the top OCE team coming to only play in Academy in North America? Probably not, right? Like, and probably no, not. No, I think that's exactly who you're going for. I think BRTT probably got several offers to play on an Academy team in NA this year. He probably yeah. did, but, like, what I'm saying is, is, like, I just think that, like, the people who are more likely to take it probably aren't, like, the best players who could be playing on a pro team there or playing on a pro team in an emerging, or in there being their emerging region. I think that if you're of a high enough caliber to like go to international competition to perform highly, then your career trajectory isn't like NA Academy, right? It's oh, it's so like when you're thinking of like Rioma to yeah, a situation like that where he's the top like Oshi mid laner and he just goes straight to a starting roster in NA. He yeah. probably wouldn't have done that for an academy one. That's what I'm saying, right? And But on the main roster, he takes up an import slot, which I think is obviously good. They shouldn't get a free import slot on the main roster. Um, but I just don't think that like it would be as a, it's as appealing to people who could just be getting on main rosters. So this is for like lower, like mid-tier, lower-tier OCE players. And then if you're taking those players, you would also be considering... But, but, what might be low to mid tier NA players, right? But, like yeah, but low to mid tier mm-hmm. OCE players are basically like low masters, grandmasters play, or just, yeah, low like just low masters, high diamond players. Like I'm not, I'm not even joking. They're not that. No, I know, players. but that's what I'm saying is like that's why I don't think it's that big of a deal, right? Like I might be wrong, right? Like we might see that in a year, every single team has an OCE player on it or on their academy team, but I find that relatively unlikely, and I just think it's a good a good thing to have so that when you do have potential talent on an OCE roster, maybe not as proven as BRTT, um, someone who's like up and coming, bring them in, see how they do in Academy for a year or two, and then give them the roster spot if they do well. But I don't see it as being like a huge siphon. I do think you're right that we need to look at how to increase the competitiveness of NA and increase homegrown talent. I think that's a perfectly legitimate point, and I totally agree with it. Uh, but I just don't view this as, like, a substantial harm. Yeah, I, I don't think it's, a, like, a, the major blow that's going to de- derail the ladder. Make but... us a fucking emerging region. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be the fucking... TSM playing, like, an emerging region team, bro. No. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I, I want teams to focus on picking local talent over international talent, especially when it comes to the, the academy seat. I, 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 for one, don't think there should be any imports allowed on, like, to be playing as players on the, on the academy league. Like, it should not be a spot for somebody to sit to get their green card or their visa or whatever the hell until they can play on the real roster without... I actually think that it's... Spot. I think it's more fine in the visa case... Because it's a player who, as soon as the visa goes through, is going to be on the main roster. And then otherwise, they'd have to find a temporary contract for another guy. And then they'd have three mid laners, academy, temporary main, or academy playing main, temporary academy. I think it's fine in the green card case. Or the visa case, well, rather. No, well, not, I'm not talking about temporary visa, like 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 a lot of them get to work here. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like to become a NA resident, whatever the hell that... Oh, I see, I see, I see. Um, All right. Like, I don't, um, any, I, don't, I, I don't want the uh, Academy to become a thing for that. That should never, ever be a viable thing for Academy. I think the Academy is fine to have it. I think it's... I So what I think the Academy is useful for is actually, like, 
for having a robust 10-man roster. So I don't view people listed as academy if they're not, or if their imports is like a huge problem, because I view academies as like optimally used as being a 10-man roster. So if you happen to have a couple weeks where your import players are on academy and your cat like the the non-imports are on their main stage and that's what like I think that that's fine, right? And so uh, I think if you're going to view academy as as like an ideal thing, like I want it to be like as a 10-man roster, then I think it's totally fine to have some imports in there because it's yeah. just like it's your just. It's not your five and your five, sure. it's your holistic ten. Sure, but at that point, do you really need to bother with having it as an academy team? Like, like I was well, saying, I think it... my idea of an academy team is, like, this is where we farm our talent. This is the, this is the what is it, the, the AAA league for baseball or whatever? The minor I leagues? Know, I don't uh, watch. I don't watch. Yeah, There's like fifth, there are like 50 tiers of baseball yeah. play, dude. I have no idea. So whatever, like, the, like, this is supposed to be the minor leagues. This is supposed to be where... You farm your players, you train your players up. Sometimes you'll send the, your major rosters up, say they're training an injury all, but that doesn't happen very much in esports. Like, that's not the same mm-hmm. kind of... We don't have the same kind of injuries. But, like... No, but you have Greg missing, like, a season. It was, it was, half, it was half the year, and it totally derailed TSM, but that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. I just... I, 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 I want a better way of growing talent in an A. And that's just... I, I just feel like this is a step uh, in the opposite direction of that, and that's not a good indication of what Riot want. Like, the people that are making decisions for League are going to do in the future. All right. All right. That topic's uh, done? Yes. All right, all right, all right. We get to move on to the mainstay. The big cheese. The roster. Okay. All right, first up. We have a section that I have entitled, Why? <laughs> Perfect. Who hurt you? No. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> you just doubled it. How could you forget about your baby, dog? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was too busy thinking about the rosters. Because they're so yeah. goddamn confuddling. I'm fucking pissed at you all right, right now, all right, bro. All right. First up, we have I'm pissed. I'm angry. Golden Guardians. Golden Glue Guardians. Just... Oh my god, I don't I don't no think he's idea. on that team. Uh, they straight up doubled yes, down is. on the real swap strategy. The split or they were like, only, yes. Time out, time. time out. Are we talking about my boy Keith? Yeah, that, that's your boy Keith. They oh, just doubled about, down. Is he still your boy, Keith? though? Yeah. Yes, Keith. Keith is the lad. <laughs> I've never once said a single bad thing about Keith. I love Keith. Mm-hmm. He's a very funny streamer when so, he does stream. I like his content. So the really, really yep. uh, questionable moves here are they picked up a Turkish jungler called Closer that I've never heard of before. Apparently, I've also never heard of Closer. He's apparently yeah. done okay in the Turkish league, but for me, it's more like, Why? Why? I don't really care. I... They picked up Golden Glue instead of Froggen, which feels super lateral to me, but hey, it's not an import slot anymore. So Yep. <laughs> They get to have closure instead, which Why? Yeah, doesn't feel like an upgrade over contracts, but whatever. Then they're eating. It, it honestly probably feels like a downgrade to contracts, maybe. But I don't know. I don't know anything about the guy. He might be a lit. He might be great. Is still FBI. Yeah. Random ass OCA player. OCE player. He looks okay. I don't. GBM think used garbage, to fucking but like play on <laughs> Royal Youth. What? GBM oh, yeah. kills everywhere. And then, to the to the aghast dismay of everyone, Keith is now roll swap to support. Why is that aghast and dismay? That's my boy Keith. 
That's your boy? That's your boy right there? You want to take credit for that? Because, dear lord. Dear lord. Dear lord. I don't know who came up with this decision, but I was watching, like, uh, this doc series they had about their roster when they were putting it together. And mm -hmm. the way they seem to come up with it is they're just talking about uh, who they want to try to talk to for support. And they're like, hey, you guys want to just ask yep. Keith if he wants to switch to support? And everyone's like, hey, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I'm just sitting yep. here like, am I the only one in this room that thinks <laughs> this is an awful idea? A lot of former AD carries, a lot of AD carries become supports. I actually don't <laughs> think it's that hard of a transition. I'm sorry, did I just uh, sneeze? The best example would be Core JJ. No, and Yellow Star. And Yellow Star. Mm -hmm. Yellow Star, Korg J. What? I didn't realize Yellow Star used to be an AD character. He was. He played yeah. Twitch in like season two or something for Fnatic. What? I do not think Yellow Star was in. You know what? I might be totally off base here. Mm. But. Yeah. Nope. You're not. You're not. You're not. Up until. 20 July of 2013, he was a bot laner for uh, for his career, basically. He played top lane on Millennium for a little while. But that's not yep. what we're talking about. They were talking no, but about I actually think... Guardians. Anyway, my point is, as an AD carry player who plays a lot of support also, I actually think it's a pretty easy transition. It's, um, be, it's easier than, mo than most others, I would guess. Yeah, I think it's one game. of the easier transitions in the game, to be honest. And... Keith has ex a lot of experience uh, in competitive play, in academy play, and I think he's legitimately capable of becoming a solid support. Um, I really don't think this is going to be like an insanely hard uh, switch for him. Uh, mm -hmm. And I guess it depends upon the pool he's going to be playing. I have no idea what Keith's support pool is going to be. I have no idea how deep or how shallow it's going to be at the start of the season or how it's going to progress. Organa, but... all day, every day. Well, but the thing is, is like, also, if you're a pro player, like, he probably has, like, it's probably not that hard for someone who's, like, challenger or master level mechanics to pick up someone like Thresh, right? Kind of, but um, you're, you also got to remember, they have to be able to play it at a challenger level. Like, No, I know, but, like, that's why... The, in the preseason, he's probably been scrimming and practicing. He's probably getting coaching, role coaching, right? Like, it's not like they're just throwing him, like, you know, figure these champions out. They're like, they're it's it's regimented, you know? Like, I mean, yes, but then you also have to bring up the previous example of Ole, who went through the same system before, just the split, well, before that. And he didn't turn out to be, like, great support at the time. Oh, who he? Yes. Okay. Well, oh, but that's a mid laner. Who he? Yes. That's a mid laner, and I think a mid lane to support is actually a way harder transition. Um, harder than harder hard. than harder than AD to support. Not the hardest transition. Mm -hmm. I don't think if it's harder, I don't think it's by much. No, I think it's because I think that the hardest would be top lane to support. Yeah, I would agree, hundred percent. And yeah. I think it would. I think it goes bot lane to support easiest, jungle to support second easiest, mid lane. To support top to support um uh i don't know it's really hard because mid lane's actually a lot about roaming yeah i mean yes but an ad carry is about not roaming <laughs> <laughs> no but as an ad carry you're just next to a support long enough you start to see how they act you figure it out um right 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 but i, I don't know I, it's just... you, you i see matt's point as an ad carry like you generally have a gen a uh, good idea of like, oh, my support needs to go ward at this time because this or is Or like happening. what your support I, is capable of. I think, yep. I think that mid lane and bot lane have like two of either halves of what a, what a support's supposed to do. 
Like, yeah. a bot laner has a good understanding of how a support's supposed to play in lane and, like, uh, operate in team fights, whereas yeah. a mid laner knows how a support kind of has to roam, where the good moments in the game are to roam, uh, where pressure would need to be exerted when and, when and how. I think roaming is easier to learn for than lane play. Either either way, I still don't <laughs> think this is a good idea, and I think Keith's going to be a very bad support. I'm excited yeah. to see it. I have faith in the kid. <laughs> I, I, have, um, I have like my notes broken up by all the roles, and for the coach, I just have I know I screenshotted all of them. In there. Pick Keith support. What the fuck? Okay, but okay, I I just don't think hey, it makes Keith it... the kid. Yeah, just it Keith just doesn't make the team competitive. <laughs> I, I, I don't, compared to every other, what team, other support are they gonna like get? Anybody? It's start of who start, start a one from Challenger. I'd rather that you keep contracts. You import a support. That that too. <laughs> what support do you also, import? I don't know who contracts. That's a went very to. good question. I don't know who contracts went to, but um. Uh, one hundred Thieves Academy. Oh yes. Okay. Fucking go to Captain. They go to Captain. Because I I don't think I've ever thought of contracts being like a terrible jungler either. You he he was not great. Last depended year. upon the week for me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't great last year, but he wasn't like I didn't think he was hot. He fire. wasn't booty. Mm-hmm. There are other junglers where I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see how it pans out. I understand the hesitance or the nervousness, but... Mm-hmm. I-, I think this team has so many, like, wild card unknowable variables that I cannot at all put any confidence in, what they're- in how they're turning out. Well, that's fair. I'm not going to say that they're going to be, like, a top-tier team. All I can say is I think that uh, top and mid lane look decent, maybe middle of the pack laners. Everyone else, I think they're bottom of the barrel. FBI was not extremely impressive last split, but he wasn't. He didn't. Lo- he didn't look like he was playing without hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see what happens. Hey, what, are you looking forward to? Um, FBI. Yeah, he was. No, no, no. no the team in general. The team in general. No, I'm not looking forward to what GGS is going to do. Bottom three lock team. Come on. I, oh my goodness. Honestly, I want to just see how Keith doesn't support. <laughs> That's it. Okay. My boy Keith. Okay, okay. On to the next team. Keith? Y'all talking about Keith? Hold up. That's Keith. All right, all right, all right. Next time, next team we have is Clutch. Ke- I mean Dignitas. Digging it hard. Digging it out. Dig it out. Alright, the top lane we got. Just Booney, to throw holding it away. over from last year. Lyra is now in LCK apparently, putting a team together for Greg and a I like Anthony's note for top lane here. <laughs> Why are we looking through my notes? Uh, Not lane, worth two million, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> is what Anthony can wrote. I, can I go through my rundown, please? Thank you very much. Not <laughs> worth two million. I will mute you. <laughs> Mid lane, they dropped Demonte for Froggen. I have no words to describe that, but okay. Uh, bot lane, they dropped Cody's son for Johnson. And then support, they dropped Vulcan for Aframu. And I think their coach is still Thinkard, but it's not listed here. So, yeah, it's still Thinkard. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was uh, seeing before. So, um... Would you all like to know how much money they got paid to drop Vulcan? How much? $1.5 million buyout. What the fuck? For Vulcan. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of people were saying that he was one of the best supports. He was good, but he's not worth <laughs> $1.5 million, and Hootie is apparently worth two? Smokey yeah. was not top three supports, though. Like... This explains where fucking Hootie's contract came from. <laughs> It's, so it's oh Vulcan's buyout. It's all Vulcan's Vulcan's buyout. Uh huh. <laughs> but it's disregarding that. I still think Hooney's still a good player. I don't think he's like bad. I, I what am I saying? Hooney's the boy. He's still got his carries. He's still got his tanks. Wrong. He can Incorrect. still play top lane. Hooney is so fucking volatile. Removing he's inconsistent as all hell, dude. Removing Piglet he... helped a, a whole lot last year. Oh my god. Yes. I think he's gotten a bit more consistent. Wrong. I don't no, think he's enough. had that super carry games anymore, but he also doesn't have those super low games where he's Yes, just he getting... does. He has a lot of super low games. At the end of the split, he was still having games where he would pop off, but he was also going like, oh, and whatever, right? Like he was getting, mm-hmm. he wasn't, he was not at all consistent at the end of the last split. I know I, I'm not here to say when he grew, uh, like to be the most consistent player in the world, but he definitely improved his consistency a lot last year. And dropping mm-hmm. Piglet made the team he was on so much more consistent. Like, dear yep. Lord. And yet you're still trying to cut me from Clash 4 Piglet, by the way. <laughs> uh, even Piglet's lows are higher than your highs. Incorrect, uh, by the way. I'm the best marksman in the world. Um, please go talk to TSM, then. <laughs> as if I would play for your garbage-ass team. No, 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 no. they no, paid no. you like they pay Doublelift. That's correct. <laughs> What's going to happen is he's going to roll swap to C9 for mid lane. So I'm going to roll swap back. support. And I'm going to be talking about Keith. <laughs> We're talking about Keith. But um, the major That's our new weekly I... segment, Anthony. We're talking about Keith. Yeah, we're talking about, Keith. <laughs> talking about the toucan himself, Keith. Anyway. Um... Uh, Griggs just seems like a very big hole and in Acadian. the roster right now. They also now. have Acadian. Wait, what? No, Griggs is not that bad, dude. He's not that bad. He's pretty decent. He's definitely a top half jungler, easy. Top half jungler for goddamn sure. Griggs was pretty um, good when he played for TSM, even if he was like a, like kind of like a courier, if you want to take a Dota reference, but he got he did the I mean, job. that's just every done. TSM jungler, though. <laughs> like, low-key. Yeah. It, hey, you know it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> These fl- this flame comes from your pres- subreddit. I do not prescribe to these false narratives. These true narratives that I'm taking to be false because I'm mad. Um, <laughs> Greg, I do think it's funny they have Acadian on the raw the on the backup roster. I I don't know how they're organizing themselves. I'm not sure if they actually are putting Greg first because I wouldn't fully trust this. But I wonder who they're picking. I wonder who they're picking for their ADC starter. Johnson, a new AD carry, just completely new. I don't, I don't know. know. Who's their other star? Their other Phoenix. Carry? I think it's Johnson because uh, Phoenix is also as... role swapping. Yeah, <laughs> but if so... but if there was one of the teams that is gonna gonna swap some things around, it's probably be this one. So should we talk about this mid lane choice? Why the why the fuck Frog? does Froggen get a top billing over Demonte? Yeah, that's I... wild to me. Demonte is was He's way really better good. than Froggen last year. He was year. doing very good. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a native I... slot too. Like come on. Uh even though I think I value Frog in a bit higher because Wrong. it's he just drags people into his own meta. <laughs> but that's, that's not thing. good Which play. Is, okay. It's, it's not necessarily okay. good play, but against like bottom tier teams he's going to do Here's the problem. Uh, if 
if if it, the meta changes and he's still only playing Lux and Anivia, guess what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I haven't exactly been impressed by like Demonte's Kiana, which was like probably his best champion. I wasn't impressed by anyone's Kiana, like at all. No, everyone's Kiana so, was once in a while Jensen would look passable. <laughs> <laughs> And everybody like, else looked like they were worlds, trolling. I'm including worlds. Oh my but, god. Fucking G2 yeah. won a game where they hard-inted four kills early on Kiana. How do you lose that game? Holy shit, TL. Uh, was that TL? Was that C9? That was C9. I think C9 lost that game. Yeah, that was C9. They weren't in the... TL was in the group with IG. They weren't facing him. This is what happens when you... Uh, I forget who the jungler was for C9 in that game. I think it was Sven, and then they're so. I think their bot lane chucked it. Oh my god, is that the game where um, Licorice was flaming them for losing? Don't remember. On uh, on uh, Soda Time Kench. It's an. It's like like it's a thing from the. You're not gonna be able to remember. Yeah, I. I no, I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember what game it's from. Oh my god. Mm. But yeah. That's that's okay. Oh, they have that from her too. Yeah. Afromu is a pretty good pickup. I also well, don't I think he's better than know. Vulcan. Not right no, now. But if Not after a... the end of last year. Yeah. If you have a new AD carry, he probably works well with them. I'm a little bit worried about how him and Froggen are going to work together because Froggen has his own very strong They're ideals. friends, I'm pretty sure. Froggen played they for are. COGU, by the way. Did I do know that, but I didn't know that it worked with... Uh, that he would have ever met Aphromoo or something like that. I, I just Aphromoo's don't know. I was prime. Okay. I don't know the history about that. They scrimmed each other back when they were both, like, teams. You, they what? They both scrimmed each other back when they were teams. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I think that's not the... The mid-support synergy on that team is not the thing to say yikes about. No, it's okay. choosing to not run Demonte and buying both Grig and Acadian. You don't need it's not like you were gonna use them, dude. <laughs> and I don't think I ever buy. I don't. I don't think I pick up Acadian. I have. There are either some details. You're that just I'm mad missing. about Acadian. There are either some details yeah. I am missing, or they've had. They are just buttons for punishment because I don't see anything good happening. Also, who the nah. fuck pays Hooney two million dollars? Dignitas. Anyway, next team. Yep. Okay. Fly Quest. Another oh. fucking. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, I like Viper, I like Wild Turtle, and I don't really care about their coaching staff. The fuck are they doing with support? Why the fuck is Pobelter not their starting AD carry? What, it, I don't... Whoa, 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 do you starting mean, AD carry Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, hold up, hold yeah, up, hold up. <laughs> I was about to be like, wait, what? <laughs> Why is Pobelter not their starting mid laner? And to be honest, you probably should have swapped out Santorin for somebody, but he might be on a two-year contract. I, yeah. I don't have the database up. Yeah. Um, Ignar isn't Ign bad though. He's. I don't think he's bad. I'm just like, if if this doesn't work, I don't have any hope for this team putting something together with Wild Turtle ever. Yeah, he's been. Correct. He's a lot more flexible than the other supports that they picked they up. Wadid is still a good support. I'm surprised uh, Wadid didn't know do better. I, I know. know. I'm is. really surprised about that. <laughs> I think he didn't like it here. I think he was a bit uh homesick in some way. Maybe, but. Ignar is a bit more flexible. He does well in regions that are not the LCK. What uh... <laughs> <laughs> was on G2? What the fuck are you talking about? Wait, who? Wadid. He was on G2. Yep. 
Yeah, I'm talking about Ignar. Ignar. I, I know, was... I know, but yeah. you, you were you were using that to cast shade on like a bunch of imports, and the one we're talking about them dropping was like he went to Worlds, <laughs> like mm-hmm. more than once. Mm-hmm. In EU. <laughs> I mean, that's that's it, what I'm EU saying has because two good teams. Just saying. Yeah. So Ignar still has good teams. I wouldn't even call uh, fucking Fnatic that good. Nope. Uh, this is a weird team. I don't think Poe is better than Pope. I don't that, think it's worth an import slot. Yeah. Even though, not... they, even though, like, like, I think you grab Poe Belter, and you swap out Santorin for an for an import jungler, and then you, if you could have, if you could have grabbed Biofrost, beautiful. That'd have been great. This has been this has been an amazing team comp. Um. Uh, but you know, I agree with that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. PSM got him, so uh, I'm not going to cast any shade on the decision to pick up Ingnar. Good decision. <laughs> Ignar. <laughs> you called him Ingnar. Honestly, I I do I do like the Ignar pickup. It's just stuffy. he's just a bit bit more flexible than the other supports they've had. That's the only reason. Do I think it's going to make them a top team? No, I think there's more issues with that. <laughs> uh, Curry, I want to see what he does with it because. FlyQuest doesn't just seems to have a couple of performance issues that Who? really just show all of the Curry. time. Yeah. What the fuck is Curry? He used to be exactly. <laughs> He's what, Anthony? He used to be their academy coach, and he was their coach in the summer. I see. So I I just want to see what he does do. If he can somehow like improve them in any way, it's a win. <laughs> it also, I guess the POE pickup makes sense if Pope wanted to stop playing? No, yeah, Pope, Pope, Pope wanted to keep playing. Pope, oh, okay. He had a post where he was like, I really... Well, now he's playing jungle playing. for TL if uh, if uh, the visa issues uh, keep happening. Yeah. I'm hoping there's some updates on that by the time we get to power rankings, just so we can talk about it a little. True. But, but, but we but that's not now. Power, Next we team. We make our power rankings without the uh, roster changes. Alright. Okay. The middle of the pack, IMT, coming in with some hefty stuff. First of all, they're back. Uh, Yep. Second of all, what do we think, fellas? Uh, Dokla gone good. Losing Meteos for Smithy is probably fine, but I'm not... Dokla's on your team now, by the way! (laughs) But uh, I'm not too sure uh, losing Meteos in general was a good decision. They also lost Dardoch, too. Um, They lost Crown for Aika... Aika, I, I don't know. I, they picked up all tech, by the they, way. They still have Arrow. Actually, no, Arrow is a free, they, 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 a free they, agent. Okay, yeah, Arrow is a free yep. agent. Uh, they have all tech, Hako, and Apollo. That creates some interesting dynamic where they can swap out the AD carry because Apollo isn't playing with Hako for fucking ever. Uh, Hako is, so I think, a pretty under, a kind of an underrated entirely. support, DBH. I don't think he's that great. I think there are other other supports have risen much he's above the, him from like. I didn't say him. he was the best support. I just said he was underrated. He gets a lot more shade than he deserves. He's actually pretty consistent, pretty solid. So the reason why, like, I think this team was kind of borderline Y and and uh, middle of the pack, but they don't have anything that just makes me scream like, "What the fuck are you doing, you morons?" So yeah. that's why I put them in the middle of the pack. They just looks like they tried to put together a rather economical team that'll be a little a middling team. Maybe they could make a good run in the playoffs, but it's hard to really say. But I, I still think they're going to be a weak team that's going to be fighting for the bottom. Yeah, I just look at their players and I see like, okay, Xsmithy's still good. He's still a good jungler. Um, he occasionally makes a couple mistakes, but that's not to take away from him too much. And so as 
is he's just a tank player now. That's all he does. He can just play tanks, and it doesn't seem like he's going to be the one to play GP. Kenny, maybe (laughs) he maybe has a cannon in there. He can maybe play GP. I haven't seen him on GP in quite some time, Um, but I don't think he's the one who's going to like carry this team until he unless he makes like some godlike TP plays. That's the only way that I'm seeing this working out. Um, All tech. I'm not on the boy all tech. Uh, Hakuo's still good. I believe him and X Smithy can get some things done, but that's that's all that I'm thinking about. This the team. only saving grace for this team is that their bot lane situation is strong, at least strongish, <laughs> and their jungle is strong. Everything else is kind of like, eh, this doesn't look great, especially considering what you lost to get here. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have had a better option in the mid lane easily. I feel like they could have had a better option top lane, but mm-hmm. here we are. All right, what do you think, Bat? I already said what I thought. <laughs> okay. You, you agree, um, fifth, sixth place team? Yeah, I don't know. Soaz is decent. Like, Smithy is always consistent, but I think it's going to be hard for him to perform at the same level without the same caliber of supporting cast that he had on TL. One of the reasons he looked so good wasn't just because of his play, but because he had an extremely solid team and system to back him up. Mm-hmm. Alltech, I'm excited to see him play. Uh, I hope he does well. Um, I don't know. Hakua, like I said, a little underrated, I think. He's consistent, fine, middle of the pack support. Never terrible. Literally don't know anything about their mid laner. No yep. clue. <laughs> So I have nothing to say about him, but um, he has cool glasses in his picture. So um, we'll leave it there. Plays for G two okay. a long time ago. Does that mean anything? No. <laughs> All right, on to another middle of the pack team, Cloud Nine. All right, Matt, do you want to walk away or good? <laughs> you need a moment. You can't keep going, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we got liquor. Uh, I'm leaving. I uh, <laughs> I can't do this, fellas. I retire. I quit. Um, no. Right. Um, Bat, do you want to go down the rundown? I, I want to see the pain on your face as you go down this list. Huh? Wait, sorry. What? <laughs> just I blacked out. out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, What's all right, up? All right, all right. I'll do it. I'll do no, it. No, no. I'll do it. I'll do it. I got it. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> No, I can't do it, Anthony. <laughs> All right, you got Licorice in the top lane. They dropped Sven Scarin for Blabber. They kept Niski. They dropped Sneakies for Sven. And they dropped ah! Hazel for Vulcan. <laughs> okay, so, run down. They still have Reaper. What? They still have they Reaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I think keeping Licorice... Which is good, because Reaper is still an extremely good coach. All right, I think um, keeping Licorice was a great idea. I think yep. keeping Blabber over Sven Scarin is a fucking stupid idea. I think peeping, keeping Niski is a good idea. This bot lane is a fucking fiasco, though. Holy shit. Yikers. The only reason they are a Y team is because of how strong their individual players are. Yes, the solo laners are just the, hands and down. Sven's a very good AD carry. Mm-hmm. Um, Licorice, phenomenal top lane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Blabber, decent jungler, inconsistent at world, sometimes inconsistent in general. His aggressive play style didn't always line up with old C9. We'll see how it lines up with the new one. Niski, I agree. Solid mid laner. Did not really underperform last year. Did not disappoint me. 
Jesus Christ, that sneaky business. <laughs> um, dear, oh God, all-time my cosplayer st- now, man. Mm-hmm. All, all the, all and the dudes you want. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Sven <laughs> is a, uh, a decent AD carry, but <laughs> he's all right. He's like top half, probably top two thirds. Um, top two thirds. Did you just fucking say top two thirds? <laughs> yeah, why? Did you mean top third? Nope. Then you're being extremely like dramatic. Dismiss- yes. Dismiss- dismiss- <laughs> of how good this player is. He's really that's the good. joke. That's mm-hmm. the fucking joke. <laughs> yeah, Zven, really good. Wonder how his synergy is going to be with Vulcan. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be the biggest hurdle for the bot lane because they're both individually very good, but we have no guarantee as viewers how they're actually going to stack up in lane against other teams, how their synergies are going to be. Um, and I think that's going to be a big sticking point is how well they can work together. Another interesting thing is just that everyone else on the top half, third, two third, mm-hmm, the top three fifths of the map, Licorice, Flabber, and Niski, all have a lot of experience playing together. This is two brand new bot laners, so not only do these two need to learn how to play with each other, but these two need to learn how to play with the whole team. If you, right? if you talk to so, Licorice, the last bot lane didn't know how to play the game either. With the team, you're right, you're right, you're right. <sighs> I'm gonna vomit. Um, <laughs> um, so I think that might be a bit, a bit of a hurdle, but Reaper is a really good coach. C9 is a really good system. And I have no uh, doubts that the team will be able to sort of develop that synergy if it's possible. Um, who's their academy AD? Uh, some new dude king from OCE. Okay. They really went in on these OCE imports. Yep. <laughs> but God yeah, damn, no, I agree one... with everything you said. I, I am sad to see Sneaky go. Viewers will know that I am a big fan of Sneaky. I love the dude. I watch his streams and absorb his content all the time. And I've been a C9 fan since the days of Sneaky, Medios, High, Lemonation, Balls. In big part because of the content and atmosphere that the team sort of had, right? Like they were memers, they were funny, they were fun to watch. So it is really sad for me to see the, the last of the original members leave the roster at least leave the main roster for the time being maybe forever we'll see uh and, and before sneaky I, goes to 100 Thieves and we start off the dark sneaky route let's go <laughs> um he has let's turned get it boys i i'm excited to see how the team grows from this i think as a viewer and fan of both sneaky and cloud nine the way that from a like a the public engaged with the sort of getting rid of Sneaky, the benching of Sneaky. It's not great. I think there was a lot of miscommunication, a lot of sort of venom from all sides, and it was handled really, really poorly. Um, so that hurt to see, because I think Sneaky really, really deserved better than that as that longtime player uh, and centerpiece of the team, at least from like a, like not centerpiece from like the play style perspective necessarily, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Just as like a sort of career was, player for the team, but it was the what uh, Doubleth was for CLG for C9 at this point. Yeah, yep. exactly. And so it was sad to see it happen like this, but I hope he does well. Stre- I know he's going to do well streaming against dummy views, but like, he need to stream, I, Matt, and you know, he doesn't need to stream. He's just got to up that cosplay. Yeah, 
He's got to yeah. keep up the yeah. That's the real get the Patreon for the cosplay. Oh, exclusive. Uh, I forgot to mention the winner mm-hmm. of this year's uh, uh, pickums will be getting a full year subscription to uh, Sneaky's top level Patreon. Ooh. Please note this is a joke. Please don't hold me to that. Sadness. <laughs> I don't have that much money. <laughs> had to get me today. All right. Yeah, you had to get me excited, dog. I was ready for the <laughs> cosplay. I was ready for it, dude. Mm-hmm. Let me see that Sneaky. Um. I knew one of the anyway. mods for the C9 Discord, and uh, he has the the uh, the lewds, as it were. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. I am excited to see C9 play. I imagine I'm going to continue to be a C9 fan, although it will be weird seeing everyone leave. Um, Just be a 100 fan. Follow the meat man. <laughs> I don't want to be a 100 Thieves fan right now. <laughs> What's so bad about it? They're a pretty good team. They're in the top four. We're talking about them later. <laughs> uh, side note, it's... Yeah, I don't have a good reason. Because um... <laughs> then what am I going to do when Meteos retires? Stop watching the LCS? <laughs> I, wish oh, I, I wish I could. I wish that my was not cursed for my hubris by God, right? Like, I wish that I could... I wish that this was not what was happening, but it is. The decline um, is coming. Yeah. I, have, uh, I have seen it. I have felt dealt with The, the day of reckoning that Papa John talked about is, a, is coming. Um, no, uh, I'm excited to see them play. I don't know how well they're going to do. I imagine they won't be as good right away as they were in recent history, uh, mm-hmm. but I hope I'm wrong, right? And I um, hope Sneaky... I'm looking for it. Uh, I, I, I want to see how they do. I think Zven moving over is an interesting move. I don't know if it's a good move. I don't know if it's a bad move. I think no, but it's, it's interesting. interesting. Like, the blabber move, though, straight up the worst decision this team has ever made. Yeah, and, I'm a and little... I'm sa- I'm, and I'm saying that after they kicked off Sneaky. Like, I'm, I'm down on blabber, too. I don't know why the hell you're not running Sven Skarin at Worlds, but you did it wrong and you f- you lost for it. You lost because you didn't run Sven Skarin. Welcome to the problem. You have now made it so you can never run Sven Skarin again this year. <laughs> so. Yeah, and but now they can't get called as it as it like oh you should have been playing Sven right now because they could be like hey idiots we couldn't run Sven because we don't have him. It's the three step plan. <laughs> This is that Galaxy brand, like, we oh. couldn't play him because we don't have him get off my back. <laughs> yeah. Inori, the jungler from P1. Yikes. The one that Meteos replaced for remember, the Dark Meteos timeline? I don't timeline? remember which ti- which, what direction. He was, was the one who just stole a game from TSM by backdooring on Rengar. Yeah. No, we know who Inori is. <laughs> yeah, that, that game that never happened, jungler. that one? Yeah, that. <laughs> oh, the game that absolutely Yeah, the 17-0 uh, the season? Yeah, that one. Alright, alright, alright. So let's go on to the next team. Okay, CLG. I'm really looking forward to this one. I really like uh, Song as the head coach. Ruin's still good. Wiggly, they've been trying to make into a uh, shot color for quite some time. Crown and Ruin. Oh, this can either go so well or it's gonna go so bad, man. Because Crown, you can't take away from his mechanics. You can't take away from his skill as a mid laner. But I last that split, last year, <laughs> there's been a few um uh, Yikers games. Also, he won worlds by playing Malzahar three times. You know, bam, that is that's a... it. I just chopped down that tree you built. <laughs> God damn it! All I remember is him. Uh. 
just doing some great uh, fighting on as Corky against Faker. That's. I'm not that's saying it. he didn't try to hard carry Optic last year. I'm just saying he won worlds by playing Malzahar three times. Alright, alright, alright. Stick stay, still a good AD carry. Smoothie, a bit more of a playmaker. I don't know about the trade of Smoothie's Smoothie. Yeah. It it seems like both teams got what they wanted from it with the I'm trade. I'm not sure Smoothie. if they both got what they wanted. I think TSM won that trade super hard. Um, it depends on how the split works out, but I think with Song as a head coach, they can probably get a decent roster together that can make a good playoffs run. And well, well, Weldon is still the head coach, but he's like a bigger head coach. He does more than just league. I think he does team development, so he's more evaluating yeah. coaches. But I bet he's... you he will help more. I don't know. It's hard to know. Yeah, he's probably going to like step in a little bit every once in a while, but I think that Song having like is probably going to be the one who's going to be running the show. Yeah, he'll be the running day-to-day uh, day practice. So, mm-hmm. I, I think I think the solo lane CLG look very strong. And their mm-hmm. bot lane looks decent. I'm not too sure how Smoothie and 6A will work out. Um, I think they swapped one shot caller in Biofrost for another shot caller. At least that's that was my understanding of how those, those p- players worked on their teams. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see wiggly being a shot caller because wiggly is very similar to blabber that mm-hmm. he plays super aggro and he can pop off if he gets fed if not he's just he doesn't he's not that good um uh-huh. but besides that it, th- this team looks very good it looks like it's gunning for uh like some third or fourth place finishes and playoffs if, if they can really put a good run together get a get a good understanding of how they work together i think the power of evil to crown move is a giant bonus for this team Crown looks yes. so much better than Power of Evil last year. He he looked like he was dragging Optic's dead carcass to sixth place twice, and all, I think he missed it once. But oh, Crown looks good, but I I still don't think he's like one of the best mids. And I think Pixie and Jensen still beat him easy. Oh, probably. That, but like, no, let him. I finish his thought. Um, I think that they they did try to make Biofrost the shot caller but it just that's what he was just doing that's, he out. was the shot caller for them for like two splits um yeah but uh, eventually they settled on wiggly being the final shot caller in the end of it it was between him and biofrost it was more of a shared duty but wiggly was doing the majority of the shot calling near the end of it uh that's that's all i wanted to say <laughs> free darshan 2020 <laughs> He's playing for another team now. Free Darshan 2020! No, um... He's, he's on yeah, GGS I don't. Academy. Free Darshan 2020. Uh, Smoothie uh, Zion is... Zion Spartan? Thank you very much. Free Zion Spartan 2020. <laughs> he, he made a Crown... post on Reddit and had to be like, Hey, for all of those of you who don't know, this is Darshan, and his name is Zion Spartan. <laughs> oh, God. I was so sad. I felt so old. Um... Here's what I'll say. Rune is fine. Wiggly looked pretty decent at the end of last year. Crown was way better than PO. You guys are right. Stick stays inconsistent. They could probably get a better AD carry if they wanted to. Smoothie's really good, though. And they're very solid laner and can probably help Stixay iron out some of those consistency issues because Stixay did not have a lot of those consistency issues when he was landing with Aphromo, another top-tier support. And while Biofrost is by no means a low-tier support, they might have just had synergy issues or some kind of... Um, general team issue um i think smoothie is really good 
Um, I think Smoothie is going to be able to help the team a lot. I think Crown, like you said and I said earlier, way better than POE. Uh, and I'm excited to see that play. I hope Wiggly and Crown can get that synergy going. Because uh, if they can't make that work, then I think it's going to be a rough split for them. Uh, but I imagine this team really playing around Wiggly, playing around Crown. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Crown had a bit of a thing with junglers uh, back when he was playing with Optic, and they were swapping out between Darshan and Medios and like the team, like the academy team, and all that. Um, it, it was hard to see. I forget who he was successful with, but he was more successful with one of them than the other, and it was like really showing. So I'm not sure how easily that Wiggly and Crown are going to slot together. It might not be that smooth. Okay. So, are we uh, ready to move on to the next team? Yep. Alright, so before nope. we get there, I have um, I have discovered something that apparently happened on CLG, but their coach, Irene, last year didn't realize that Darshan was Zion Spartan. And I'm pretty sure he'd been a coach for like a year. That's... Oh, he's the new EG coach. Oh. I... <laughs> no, I don't think that takes away from him. But <laughs> it away from him. It's just like, so you knew about Zion Spartan. Like, he knew who Zion Spartan was. He knew about the player and all the career. Didn't even know it was Darshan at all. There's no... no. Just the whole thing didn't go together. Not even a little okay. bit. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Alright, on to the top four. We're going to start off with the blandest of all the top fours. Team Liquid. They made uh -huh. one change. Why are they bland? They made one change. Because they didn't do anything? Yeah, well, kind yeah. of, but they they got Broxa. That's it. That's all they did. Yeah. Which everyone agrees is probably a lateral to bonus move. Uh, they weren't making it anywhere. It's probably worth it to make this change. They they got stuck in groups both times at Worlds. Xmithy has been decent, uh, but in the past it was uh Gen or not Gen, it was Pobelter that was the that was holding them back. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Ole. So they swapped them out. They performed even better. Now everyone's saying Smithy is the weak link, so they swapped him out for Broxa. I don't think their estimation is wrong. I just don't know how much of a bonus this is. Yeah, I agree with that. And and to parody what um things said about IG, Parrot. you could put a dog in the jungler's role here, and this team will still do great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree with that even a little. That's bit. wrong as hell, bro. Think... At least in an A. No, no, yeah, that's no, really wrong. <laughs> I think a good jungler dismantles this team very easily. They play very consistently. Really? Yeah, um, one of the one of the reasons they didn't lose last year was because of Xmithy. Because Xmithy was consistent, solid, able to assist where he needed, able to take the lead where he needed, make plays. A consistent jungler is a, a key piece for this team. Like the reason they were good, it's not just individual skills. We're going to clap our lanes. It's a, a team thing. So you get a jungler. Like, you put me on jungle, and I'm just, like, sort of dicking around at Krugs while I should be somewhere else, and they're going to start losing, right? Like, you can't just put anybody in there and have it work. It's a whole unit. Like, that was their vibe. So, okay. the way that you can easily dismantle uh, TL is by shutting down Doublelift. No one else can hard yeah. carry like Doublelift can on this team. So, if you can just consistently turn off Doublelift you have a much better probability of winning, especially if you can go even against Impact and Jensen. And Jensen isn't one of the best, like, he, he's a pretty good mid laner, but he isn't able to, like, beat Faker or beat uh, Bowlan. 
like like or or a I rookie. Mean, he doesn't do well again, like in pressure either. Like he's choked countless times under pressure, Matt. Who? Uh, uh, Jensen. Are we talking about Echo Alts? <laughs> no, no, Zonyas. Zonyas. Mm, true. I so, mean, yes, but that's on the international stage. If but, we're talking about that, uh, we're and also the finals of the That's what this team's gunning for. They've gone to. They've gone. And to, also in yeah. the NA finals. They've gone to finals four times in a row. They won all four times, and they've gone to worlds twice. And they finished in the same exact spot both times. But in the scope of NA, with like the best bot lane that you can have there, and with Impact being a consistent top laner, uh, and with I Genshin take issue with this being the best bot lane you can have. I think Balfrost does better with him. <laughs> I'm not okay. even joking. <laughs> Alrighty, I didn't expect that one, but uh, have you debatably met me? The best. <laughs> okay, <laughs> debatably the best bot lane. Um, in NA, uh, with a strong shock collar and double lift, and with a good top laner in Impact, who's always solid, and Jensen, who's always solid in NA. Um, I don't think Shovelis is the shock collar. I think JJ is the shock And Nick Smithy so? helped. And honestly, losing the shock calling might mean a different mix. Shovelis likes to be loud and, and like make and help make decisions in a strong way. But I don't think he's the shot caller. I'm pretty sure it's I think Kojay he's the Jay. primary decision maker for the team. I'm, I'm very sure. I, I should say I'm very sure it's Kojeji because that's half the reason they got him. Okay. I just I feel like the Braxa JJ mix might be more important than anything else. And if that goes wrong, I don't think that this team. I I think this team might finish third if if they if the Braxa change goes badly. Because like, Smithy is so good and so stable and so consistent. Do you remember that game where he was like 0-4 on um, uh, what's her name, a kindred, or like? And he was still so useful. He was level one for like six minutes, and they won. And he that was game. still useful. They won that game. How you have to be so mentally strong to do that? I and I, also I, just I, like I, good I at knowing your position, right? Like going like, okay, like I'm from behind. Here's what I can do. Here's how our team has to play. Right, like that's incredible skill. Like Smithy is actually a fucking excellent jungler. He is jungler. the best NA jungler, like hands down. There is no one that comes close. Uh, Bo Belter, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you haven't seen the man play yet. Come on, come on. But I know it in my heart of hearts, dog. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's why this team is bland. They made one change, and it means two things might happen. Ready for next team? And that's a big might. Yeah, might. I still think I still think they're gonna finish first easy. Alright. Team solo mid. The team the with worst the team in history. Stupidest bot lane or bot lane jungle. Terrible world's performances in oh the last Oh my god, few years. this jungle scenario just tilted me out the face of the earth last summer. Oh my god. I can't believe we were one so, game away from going to worlds twice last Anthony summer. Anthony did mine, I'll do his. Even though his isn't as bad yeah, as mine. I don't really care. I'm happy about this. This is better. Broken Blade in the top lane. Your boy Dardak. Coming oh, into I the jungle that like from a year ago. Origin you did actually. Origin oh. Academy. The young lad Bjergsten with the fat beard staying in the mid lane. Keeping I, it locked if down. He facial hairline. Be pissed. <laughs> Kabe coming in from Splice LEC. Replacing mm -hmm. Zven, who's now on Cloud9, and a support trade with CLG, with TSM once again acquiring Biofrost. Uh, 
I think wait, 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 this is a really P- and Peter Zhang's replacing Zix as coach. Though I'm pretty sure Peter Zhang replaced Zix as coach back at before playoffs. Yeah, I think this is a really solid team. Broken Blade uh, was performed really, really well last split. Uh, not disappoint at all. Bjergsen, of course, is Bjergsen. Not much to say there. <laughs> I don't know a huge amount about Kabe, but from the little bit of research I did do, he seemed like a pretty solid uh, AD I carry. I think Perk said he was one of the best bot laners in EU yeah. against last year. So, solid uh, AD carry with one of the uh, top supports in NA. Um, Dardoch, I think, is the big question mark here for me. It's a matter of whether or not Dardoch can deal... Whether or not the issues that have haunted Dardoch around his whole career manifest again, whether the TSM jungler meme comes true yet again, uh, or what happens, Dardoch again, another jungler famous for aggressiveness, intensity, playmaking. I hope he doesn't become a ward bot yet again. <laughs> like many patch of notes, the... It does not look like it's going to be Dardoch's patch at the beginning of the split. No, saying. it does not. It looks like it's going to be a Smithy's patch with that fucking oh, Sijuani yeah. yard. <laughs> Whiff, whiff, I whiff, love how whiff, he's whiff. Very good at Sijuani, yet now, yet it was a meme that he just missed Sijuani's ult all the time. It's fucking great. I love it. They were haters. They were mad. They didn't want to see the kid thrive. Here's what I'm saying: This team's gonna perform well. Uh, playoffs, I think, basically guaranteed unless something catastrophic happens. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first, Haymon, or? Um, I really, I'm really happy to pick up Biofrost, one of my goddamn favorite supports, I love BioDaddy, and uh, he's here with Kabe, good AD carry from Splice, Yerg, always consistent, basically repeating what Matt's saying at this point, and Broken Blade, I want to see what he does when the jungler's not an issue. Like, I want to see... Because the jungle wasn't an issue, what the hell is he going to do when he has a jungler? Holy shit. Yes, so I'm really looking forward to see what he does in the top lane. <laughs> I think yeah. uh, the the only thing I'm really focused on here is Dardoch. Kabe is kind of a, a like, even if he's an okay jungler, we, or jungler, uh, AD carry, we should be fine. It, it shouldn't matter too much. Uh, I have complete faith in Biofrost performing well, uh, but Dardoch is just the, if he fails, this team might not make playoffs. If he succeeds, I think they might make first. I think they're second guaranteed if Dardoch pop does well and is, is thriving on this team. Yep. He's just a really big question mark right now. So, <laughs> the other thing about TSM is, like, they have they always have coaching staff things going on. And it's mm-hmm. just such a thing where, uh, like, every time Reginald comes in, TSM, like, pops off and does amazing. And I don't understand why Reginald's so magic. But whatever mm. Reginald does, I want him to stop being the CEO and just coach this team full-time, because dear lord, is it magic. But Peter Zhang, like, from watching Legends, looked really, like, enthusiastic and, like, like, like he was really good at getting the team amped up and ready to, like, win a game. Whereas Zix just never seemed to have that energy to me. He always seemed like uh, the quiet, go-by-the-books nerdy guy who was just kind of, like, just kind of making sure everyone's doing their shit. Whereas Peter Zhang is just like we're gonna get it, we're gonna we're gonna beat their ass, they're gonna lose. It like I, like I want more of that, and I'm I'm glad that he's uh, coaching now. I think it definitely helped TSM kind of overperform than what they should have because there's no fucking way they should have taken uh, CG to uh, five games for regionals and playoffs. Jesus Christ! Oh, Jesus Christ is right. All right, all right. Is that all we got to say about TSM? Yeah. Uh, 
Alright, alright, alright. So let's move on to. Well, unless. Hey, man. Did, was that um followed by something? Or... Nope. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. We got 100 thieves. Someday in the top lane, who's now not on the academy anymore because they fixed their import issues. Uh, they, yep. have, uh, they have uh, Meteos for Amazing now. Uh, uh, that's pretty good upgrade, in my opinion. Uh, Ryoma for Ryu. Uh, don't know anything. <laughs> Cody's son over Bang, which, well, I don't know if he's better. It's not Bang. Uh, Stunt over Aframu, and then Zix is now the coach of this team. Okay. Well, I think this team looks solid. Um, there might just be a 100 Thieves curse, where they're just always doing to fail. But Meteos <laughs> is a great John Ulyrum. Someday was a great top a laner, Meteos and some... What? I thought they went to a final. They... they did. No, oh, no, yeah. No, no, no. I think, um, it, I think it was... Equity. They went to deep into playoffs, but... Yeah, no, they played in the uh, Miami one. Some days a good top leaner and Medios and some they had decent synergy. Cody's son is a consistent and solid AD carry. Stunt is fine. Um, I think that's a solid bot lane, middle of the pack, probably maybe a little bit higher. I literally don't know anything about Ryoma, including how to pronounce his name, so I'm sorry. You. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think this is going to be a pretty decent team. Top half of the league, for sure. Um, if they don't get cursed by the gods that be. Uh, excited to see him play. Excited to see Meat Man back in red. Uh, doing him dirty. Doing it big. I feel like we're running Ryu also. Why the hell would you do this? Um, I got abandoned. Just to get Saligo out of the mid lane. <laughs> that that was exclusively why. Because Ryu was originally on coaching staff when Saligo was mid lane. Yeah, he was coaching the academy. What the hell? And then... Okay. I think the most interesting move here is... Uh, Probably the Medios and Cody something. I agree. Because Bring him back. Both of them were what carried a hundred thieves to um like like they, they carried them to worlds over summer. They got in off of points that summer, and I'm just sitting here like, why'd you get rid of the two players who carried your bum ass? You mm -hmm. kidding me? They were part of probably the second worst roster decision in the in the freaking LCS. Like, oh my god. But now they're back uh -huh. and they have Zix instead of Prowly as, as their coach. I don't know how that's going to change anything. Because, I, honestly, I don't feel like Zix is that impactful of a coach from what I've been seeing. Outside of his level 1 strategies, he doesn't seem to bring much to the table. So they should probably get somebody who's good at pick ban with them. Okay, that one's a fair one. Someday has had... He's been having a good time playing in the Academy Leagues. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just stopping and teaching people how to play. So I'm happy he's had that experience there. He's now back in the LCS. He gets to now actually bring his experience to the rest of the roster. And hopefully he gets to stomp top laners now. Ooh. I want to see him in Licorice go at I want to see him in Ruin. Oh my god, I want to see him in Vi- I love someday. Alright, Meteor's back in the jungle. Um, he's managed to escape that one caster minion auto attack. I don't know no? what you're referencing. You don't remember? I do, the I'm just not. It's <laughs> funny. No, you um, Still a great jungler. He's managed to stay consistent all the time. He's been in the LCS. And with Cody's son back, he's still a good AD carry stunt. Um, also a good support. He's had experience with Meteos before on P1. Ryoma apparently was at Worlds with the Bombers on the same team that FBI was. Um, it looked like he did really well then. Uh, I don't know what to expect from him here. 
Um, and the entire coaching staff was revamped at the time. They have none of the former coaches except for Kelsey Moser, who was the academy, academy yeah. coach. Yep. And she was, she was decent, though. She was pretty good. She was solid. And yeah, Papa Smithy's uh, the GM there now. That, that that's, that's probably another interesting move where they grab Papa Smithy. I don't. He has no real experience in being a GM, so I'm not exactly sure how good he's going to be at it. But it, being a GM is more about uh, budgeting than it is about knowing about League of Legends, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's not only in charge of League of Legends or not. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But I, I I expect I expect a lot from this team. They have really strong individuals. If Rayoma is half as good as, uh, not I shouldn't say if he's as good as the bottom. Here is like the bottom half mid laners. They should definitely be able to make the playoffs easy. Mm-hmm. There we got. Yes. All right. So the last one. E G. Eval Gignances. All right, we got. R I P Echo Fox. It was good knowing you. Yeah, they didn't. Let me do this one because three fifths of this team used to be my team. Okay. So in top lane, we got the kid Kumo coming in hot. Coming in clutch, coming in nice. We got Sven Skarin in the jungle. Fantastic. Jizuke, is I believe how you pronounce that, coming in from, I think that's Vitality's logo from the LEC. Yep. Bang from 100 Thieves. And your gregarious, big bearded friend, Zazel, in the support role. I think this is a super solid team. Kuma was a phenomenal Academy top cleaner when he came in to replace Licorice when Licorice was injured. Kumo did fucking fantastic in the LCS against top-tier top laners. He didn't have the easiest schedule, and he did very well. Svenskeren, of course, a wonderful jungler, extremely talented. No doubt will continue to do that unless he doesn't, in which case RIP, but, you know, good luck. I don't know anything about the uh, the LEC, so I'm going to skip over Jisuke. Bang was inconsistent last year, not the best. Um... I am hoping that he'll be able to turn it around. Maybe it was just some issues with Afro or something. Uh, Zazel is top, at least last split, was top three, top four supports in the league. So that's, you know, I don't expect to see him fall off especially hard. Uh, But, you know, any new bot lane might take a little while to get things popping with uh, Synergy. So that's all I got to say. I'm looking at this team and I'm thinking... Spend a lot of money to try to do very well. That's probably why they're in the top four. <laughs> Kumo, Kumo is looking like he might be able to contend for one of the best top laners in NA. When I say that, I mean NA players. Um, Sven Skarin is was the MVP last split. I shouldn't need to explain why I think he's a good decision. Jizuka is the only like red flag I have in this team, and I don't know why a lot of teams seem like my red flag comes up right on their mid laner. It's just like, why are you picking this when you could pick like a billion uh, Korean players or like I don't know anyone else? Jizuka? Pro Belter, yeah, or Pro Belter. Jizuka yeah. seems like he's here for a check, and I'm just not about that. It's... I don't know why he seems like that to you because I don't know anything about him, but I don't know. Well, because I don't know, he just seems like that. Uh, bang. <laughs> who picks up bang but like they picked him up to try and win but we'll see bang was okay when you put him on an ad carry <laughs> fucking put yeah. bang something jesus christ who does that who does that oh 
but yeah, yeah. Diesel, probably the best support last split, like almost hands down, short of core JJ, really. He looked really good. And I said I, top three or four because I couldn't remember if I was forgetting anyone, but I think you're right. It's him or core. I'm just like, I'm I'm pretty sure when we were talking about uh, MVP, it was like uh, Svenskar and core JJ or Zazel. I don't, I don't remember. remember. I don't remember if anyone. You had a hard on for Bjergsen because you always do. Hey, Bjergsen's always a contender for uh, MVP. MVP doesn't matter. Not the last two years. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm liking this team. I think if they have good synergy, this team's uh, gonna be very much contending. But uh, otherwise, a lot. There are a few parts that I'm just like, if 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 these underperform at the same time, this team's gonna become a bottom, uh, like a bottom playoff team. But I don't think they should be looking at the at the what is it bottom four. They should be nowhere near that. That shouldn't happen. Hey, what? Yeah, yeah. I like Kuma. I like Swinscarin. I like Zazel. Uh, Jazuke still also a question mark. Bang also a question mark. Um, but assuming Jazuke got vitality to um to the playoffs, so he should be good, especially since he came with his team from there. But I. I have no clue, honestly. Bang, I think it's good. I He's been inconsistent. Hopefully, he picks it up this split. Zazel, great support. Svenskaren, also great jungler. Kumo, I I don't remember Kumo too much from when he was playing in the LCS line. He only played two games. Okay. He might have played three. I think they put, him in the, put the academy in on the very last game. But if anything, I do know that C9 is able to make great talent. Not so I two believe games, he's gonna I think be a it was great two talent. weeks. Two weeks? Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, right. But I, all I remember is good things about Kuma. He was really good. Yep. Um, Irene's going to be the new coach. Uh, he was the assistant coach at CLG last split and seemed to be the one who was talking about um, all of the plays, like, specific. He would go over the games with them. That's what I got from him. He would be like the analytic coach. More, even though he was in the assistant coach position. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Really because, not... because uh, Weldon was um, like a health and wellness sort of coach from that aspect, more than a gameplay yep. aspect. Yep. So, uh, I want to see what Irene does with this team. It already looks like it's got more than enough talent to make it work. And I hope they bring in um, a second person to make sure that the environment's good. That's all. Like, some sort of psychiatrist. That's all. Psychiatrist. I would. Put, I think I would put this team over, over TSM. Just looking at it now, like I think this team has a lot more strength on it. And to be honest, it might be because I'm putting Kumo a lot higher than he should be. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, all right. All right. All right. I think that's all the rosters. That just leaves one question for everybody here. Oh my god. Oh my god, Anthony. What? Do you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take us home? No, no, no. No? No, 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 not God yet. damn it. I jumped the gun. Oh, how to improve NA? Oh, we don't. Let's leave. Um, <laughs> how to improve NA? All right, that's We're the end of ten it. 10 minutes from a two-hour podcast, Matt. Come on. Okay, my bad. I apologize. I thought we were at the end because, I, you know, my vision is blurring. I'm weary. <laughs> my hips hurt from walking in this desert with you idiots. Um, so how do we improve, improve NA? Um, ban imports. Man, <laughs> yeah, that would improve NA. Goodbye, half place, of these rosters. It wouldn't, it wouldn't place us any higher in the uh, and revoke all standings. previous imports who got 
No, 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 let's not go that far. Hang on. Hang yeah, on. no, 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 wait, I like BXN, I like BXN. Wait, 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 wait. There's long TSM players and C9 players who have all become import, uh, or become residents. Uh, let's not do that. <laughs> you just hear crickets How do we from the NA. Um, I think... Implement a four-hour test after every patch before you can play rank. <laughs> um, uh -huh. SAT style, no breaks. Uh -huh. You lose access. points if you guess something wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need at least awesome. a 98% to pass. Um, nah, even better, you lose LP every time you get something wrong. Well, points and LP. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. let's, let's get a little serious. What, what do we think is, like, the one thing that we need to do that, like, that bare minimum, like, the, the first thing we need to do to improve NA? Let's go. Hey, Mont, I haven't asked you uh, this question before. Interestingly enough, uh, Wild Turtle had went around EU asking that exact same question uh, for FlyQuest. And what came up was more leagues, <laughs> more competitive leagues, because uh, the Collegeite series does not seem to be actually growing really good talent right now. Like, everything... Wait, what are you talking about? There's been, there's been a bunch of players that have come from the Collegiate League. From Maryville University has been the best Collegiate team that's been there, and it's been JJ and the Maryville university coach was picked up by FlyQuest um, before uh, when they first went over, if I remember correctly. Adrian but... had a few good years. Adrian, the support, support player. player. Okay. He started in collegiate and got to college on a scholarship for support. But for right now, it doesn't seem to be producing as much talent or that is needed. And it feels like if you were able to have more leagues, like maybe an Eastern, Western Midwestern uh, official team that you'd be able to work with. It could work yeah, out better. Just, <laughs> just more opportunities. Well, and well, here's 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 the thing. Even <laughs> if we take the uh, improving NA players out of the, out of the equation, that wouldn't really help NA like at all. It might help add a little bit of forward momentum for new players to like learn to be in a team environment. Mm -hmm. But they're like, look at all the Koreans that have come over and done nothing. Like, is that they, they? Some of them have won worlds, and we're not doing better with them. Like, is is that is that gonna matter? Like, they, they know how to play in a team. They know how to win worlds. I wonder if it's because like world world's caliber Koreans sometimes like don't come until the ends of their careers, right? right like, yeah, it's because they're yeah. coming for a paycheck. They're coming for the like retirement home. Most of them don't actually want to win worlds anymore. The ones that do mm -hmm. want to win worlds haven't won worlds since 2013 because their name is Impact. <laughs> but at least he's trying though. He's not a retirement oh, no, home he's case. He's trying like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think. Dealing with those players you so rudely called retirement home players might help. Oh, oh um, I'm sorry. Would you like me to come up with a kinder word to call them? Yes, actually. I'll call them washed. Okay, Still mean. I think it's um, getting players who want to win. I think it might be, I don't know, like, I really have no idea. Maybe it's just a cultural thing or a work ethic thing, but we seem to be really moving towards a much more structured work ethic practice. Mm -hmm. A lot of pros are taking it really seriously, which is good. Uh, early days, it's just kind of gaming houses dicking around. We were talking earlier today about COP, and COP very famously would, like, go to Korean boot camps and play, like, one or two games of League a day and then just, like, go around Korea, right? Which is, like, great. Like, that's fine. COP was a decent player at his time, but, 
Like, that's not the way things happen anymore. And I think that's a good step in the direction. But I really don't quite know what to do because it just seems like the institutional support in China, and when I say institutional, I mean cultural, like large-scale support in other countries or regions is just so much bigger, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, obviously China is going to be stacked because they have such a big fucking player base, (laughs) you know? Um, I'm surprised it took them this long to start winning, that's all. I know, but like in countries where like esports are huge draws, like on par with other like traditional sports, uh, it seems easier to get people into it to get like fun, like like to get things for it. But I don't know, like so outside of like changing cultural perceptions and uh, things like that, I really just don't know. Um, maybe getting rid of the retirement home players and like really working on NA's reputation abroad might help get players who are younger in the primes of their career and really do want to win over instead of just getting like Koreans who can't make it on Korean teams, top Korean teams or people who are at the end of their careers and just sort of coming for the check. Um, but I don't know. I, it's a, I think it's actually a really complicated question. That's So I, I would hate to agree with Monty, but he has a very, very good idea that I really am disappointed. A lot of, uh, a lot of teams aren't doing is why aren't we scouting Korea better? Why aren't we scouting China better? Why aren't we looking at their up and coming players and looking and trying to get them for our our teams? Like why why are why do we go for Mata and Mad Life and well, I shouldn't say Mata I don't know if Mata players so why are we going for Mad Life Piglet Crown Core JJ when we could be going for like whoever the hell the Faker who was Faker in twenty twelve like that's who we should be looking for we shouldn't be looking for the team that just won worlds look at what happened when they all went to china nothing they all did a whole lot of nothing like the only person who's ever the only people who've ever won worlds multiple times is skt the 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 samsung team that won the second time had nothing to do with the one that won before so is that right? Yeah, SKT are the only team with players to have won multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I, I can't fathom why we aren't, like, getting an agent specifically to scout in Korea instead of doing whatever the hell we're doing now, which is just picking up randoms and then some random EU players, too, who don't want to be here and are just here for the money. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. So, so... Let me get this clear. It wouldn't. Uh, your idea isn't to isn't to have uh, try to improve like NA talent. I'm, it's to try to well, grab this, talent. This is, from this, an, this is an idea to that like if we're not gonna consider improving NA talent too heavily, because this is just how to get NA a victory. Like how do you? And it's NA also win? like it's not clear how you would go about improving NA talent, right? Yeah, like because that isn't just an esports question. That is a lot about riot. That's a cultural rating, question, a riot game. question, an online quite like a gaming question, right? Like mm-hmm. it's that is not a clear, clearly answerable problem in the way that like scouting for talent in other regions more like, like earlier on is. That could happen next next uh, next split. We could start. Could happen next month, bro. Team. Like. You know, like you start sending scouts right now, right? It's checking the bots, watching streams, but like the fact of the matter is that like when it comes to improving NA talent, it's not even clear what that means because it's also not clear that like I mean one of the big issues in NA for a while is you would get like a top laner 
you're like, oh, this is that tank player. So during uh, this tank meta, they're going to be really good for a split, and then for two splits, when it's a carry meta, they're going to be ass, right? Like, you have, you know, we seem to be moving away for that with higher caliber, higher caliber teams, mm-hmm. but, like, it's not clear how, like, you can do that more generally, right? Like, how do you handle the bot lane meta changing and making your bot laner learn Syndra in a week or Heimer? Like, is that what you mean by improving talent? Or do you mean generally improving talent? Like, how, and how do you go about doing that? Like, you know, make solo queue better? How? Well, right? That, that like, was another part of okay. the argument, was that uh, bringing in these fresh players from Korea would add to the solo queue population of the high tier players and make it a more competitive environment. The real problem is, is that pro players don't even take solo queue seriously. So why should anyone else take it seriously? Well, they don't take yeah. it seriously. Like they might take they take it seriously like in Korea, right? Why are they but doing like that here, like that's well, half, because that's half the, the difference is is because the caliber of player is different, right? Like if your Korean challenger teammate is more likely to take this game solo queue game seriously, and so are you. If your NA solo queue teammate is more likely to grief, I'm not saying you're going to grief as a pro player, but like it's just not the same caliber of experience or like it, uh, people claim it's not right. Like all of the, all these pros talk about all the time, like the, the feeling of solo queue, the experience of solo queue being so different. So even if like all these individual pros started taking it more seriously, that doesn't mean every other random on challenger would, it just means like they would and that doesn't mean they would learn the same amount as they would learn in korea when everyone is trying harder well, right? but the point yeah. is is to set the example like you you see them all the time just really not like not giving a shit on stream playing solo queue and just doing it to fill their quota that they're well streaming session. is different i don't care if they don't try hard on stream for entertainment purposes right but like because there's a difference between like a pro's practice solo queue and like the stream solo queue i don't think they always 100 percent overlap and, like, if you're in, like, your off-time stream hours where you're not explicitly meant to be practicing and you're doing it for another, then fine. I think that's fine. But, I mean, like, do you really think, like, every pro player trying harder would all of a sudden, like, reform T1 and, like, try to make him, like, make him try as hard as possible? Or, like, people like that? Like, I really don't think that, like, that setting the example thing is, like, it, it's a start. But it's not like a solution to a cultural attitude, right? Like you can't just have the small group of people be like, well, we're going to be high and mighty and then everyone else will. It's like, no, it's like, that's not how this works, right? Like there are other reasons that people are acting like this other than the pros. I'm saying it as like that has to be like the first thing we need to do. It is a deeper problem, but this will definitely do a lot towards changing people's uh, perception of how solo queue works. Because I'm tired of people like Night Blue smurfing in platinum and being like oh yeah i'm challenger these guys fucking suck ha 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 i'm just like night and blue's not a pro though <laughs> yeah but he's a challenger yeah but he's, he's doing that because he wants to make now. money yeah That's, I, don't know, I i absolutely hate when challenger players are just smurfing around acting like everyone else is so garbage because they're playing eight divisions down from them the only time i think it's permissible is if it's a fucking five-man flex queue meme and everyone's picking like <laughs> Twitch like five marksmen, right? Then like flex however hard you want. I don't care. I'm not, I did read that. I, that is a problem, but like that's a problem because like the reason he's doing that is because he make money, right? Right? Like he wouldn't do that if he started losing money doing it. All right, but I what I really wanted to clarify is that uh, this doesn't improve any talent. It improves hopefully within one or two years 
or the NALCS overall. And then from there, you can go and maybe improve NA talent. What is so it? What's the I difference? <laughs> NA talent are the NA players in an NA solo queue, though, or NA LCS, though. So, yes. like, improving the, I mean, improving NA talent is improving. It's, it's, NA it's a very. No, because what I'm saying. LCS players are Koreans. Does it matter? Yeah, that's what the point that I'm getting at. It doesn't improve NA talent, it improves the NA LCS. Um, so what are you really doing there? <laughs> well, that, that, that's the thing. The whole... if, if you do this, you're just trying to get uh, the North American... I shouldn't say North American. You're just trying to get the League of Legends Championship Series a, a, a ring or a, champ, a crown or a cup or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like, that, that's, all, that's, what you, that's all you're doing. But, like, I don't think that is the worst thing. Like, I, I'm not totally against imports existing in the North American system. I'm just against their... They're seeing like North America seeming reliance on them to do well. I don't think we even need to do that. I think you can definitely put together decent teams with full with full NA players. Like imagine a team with uh with Licorice, Damonte, Double Lift, Biofrost, and uh and uh Dardock. That's a pretty good yeah, that team. team. Gets fucking clapped internationally. Maybe. Uh-huh. But like that's no, like, that team that's gets a, violated internationally. Yeah, you, gotta, you you gotta try. I think that team would finish first place, especially because it just. No fucking shot, it. dude. And it has the best AD carry in the league on it. I I don't think that happens right now, but there's a... No, that's not happening right now. That's not happening in like a million years. That'll never happen. Okay. Even in a world where you're allowed no imports, that team's never getting made. Well, like I said, if you have at least more tournaments and stuff that people can work to achieve, maybe not even uh, major tournaments, just like city leagues where you could go to and you can get a little bit of prize money it that at least motivates you a, to try a bit harder. that's the thing mm-hmm. just google like league of legends city leagues there's a whole thing already out there for it he's huh. right they were trying right. to, they were trying to work with me in in uh when i was working with the club and i'm just like i can't do anything i'm just gonna ignore this ah. this isn't helpful like I, I don't have time to waste trying to figure out who the fuck you are and how useful this is to me mm-hmm. But then, then there's also um like shit like the TCS or uh, Rift Rivals. I wish Rift Rivals was a little bit more competitive, but the TCS turned into a really competitive tournament because they put a 700 LP uh bar on it. If you were below 700 LP challenger, you really couldn't compete. The only I think the only one who was allowed in that was below that was Disguised Toast because somebody had to uh someone I don't know someone got dropped off a team for some reason or another, and uh, he failed. So. Yeah, <laughs> and, and fill, fill cases are different. Fill cases are fine. I mean, it, it, I'm pretty sure it was last minute. I have no idea the specifics, but it was not. I don't think anybody was blaming the dude who had to leave or the team specifically, but it was just some people were shitting on disguised toast or being mad that he was allowed in there, and it was like it's not really. It was a bad situation. Nobody was happy about it. it wasn't gonna get better. Hmm. Why'd you? Re- yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> you redeemed douche is wild. That's what you're just your stream prompted me to do it. <laughs> there was a literal prompt. It was like, do you want to do this? I was like, absolutely. Douches. Does no anybody know are what we, that reference is from? Are we done? I, I uh we might be mad. You have to do something first. I just wanna know. If you're can you you take us on home? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I okay. can. That's gonna do it for the first episode of the 
Legendary League of Legends podcast. I forgot to do this at the beginning of this episode. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> after these first three preseason podcasts, all... The preseason uh, trilogy, of course. The original trilogy. Uh, all episodes um. will be uploaded to uh, a dedicated channel that'll be linked in the description called Legendary Podcast. I don't think you can Google search for it yet because it hasn't posted a damn thing. But, uh, yeah, so you can go there. If you need to find it right now, you can go to my YouTube channel and look under the extra channel things. It's going to be there. Uh, besides that, uh, catch us probably at 7 o'clock on Tuesdays. Because I yep. bet you the change is going to be that Monday night has games on it, so we're not going to be able to stream them if we wanted to. <laughs> and also we can't. <laughs> yeah. And uh, have a nice night. Have a good night, fellas. Yep. Oh, my God.